So it's chapter 10, baby. It's cha- this is chapter the, uh, 10. What many people call the Gooch chapter. <laughs> yeah, the cla- Yeah, we're in the we're in the Gooch of uh Shinra, aka Deep Ground. <laughs> Deep Gooch. Deep Gooch. Um <laughs> and uh this chapter, uh I, I think I I think there was a cutscene before this that we talked about last week. Yeah, it was just uh after Vincent opens the big uh, Fallout vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah the cool. We door. see uh, establishing shot of uh, I think Reactor Zero, as we saw when Katshi was sneaking around down here. Yeah, and um, I I was thinking about it. I looked into it a little further because the zero at the top of the the Mako reactor. I'm like, okay, were there? Uh, I know there was a bunch of Mako reactors in Final Fantasy VII, like properly. But I was trying to remember if it was like if there were other zeros or if that was like significant as we like we're making it and like yeah it's um the only thing i found on the fandom was that like it zero only exists in dirge of cerberus and it's like this page needs updating like they have no oh, information really? on it it's just literally like yeah it's it exists in dirge of cerberus but no one took the time to write anything about it but <laughs> while i was doing that i i uncovered more more crimes of uh Ketchi, aka oh. reeve suetzi reeve suetzi um, did you know that he is the engineer who made the mako reactors oh really yes so that's i guess that's why he was able to get down here so easily as Ketchi. probably yeah. yeah i mean that definitely explains it but uh i didn't know that at all i'm like where the fuck did they say that and then i like clicked around a little bit in in the fandom and i just saw that oh yeah that was mentioned in before crisis which we'll probably get to at some point but my cat is gonna knock down my fucking door if i don't let him in i swear to god Yo, let him do it let him do let it him in Oh, let him in. If he's cold, you're cold. Let him in. <laughs> I will. I will attempt to let him in. He is. Uh, he's trying to uncover Curtis's dark secrets by sneaking around. Is that uh, shrimps? <laughs> there we go. So Reeve is to thank for all the lack of uh, stairs and railings everywhere. Yeah, and I, also just like <laughs> well, unless you just designed the reactor like the actual technology and not the not the actual structure. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that's some real Ultimania shit. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> he breathed life into it. Yeah, he like yeah, he <laughs> breathed life into it, and also he went to fucking school for engineering. Get out of here! No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's kind of a weird detail that they added, where it's basically just like, dude, everything this guy has done up until like feeling bad, I guess, in the events of seven, and sort of making up for it, like kind of by like being like, oh well, these guys are gonna win, so I'm gonna team up with them. Yeah. Just child like, soldiers yeah dude, and then he immediately goes into enlisting child sol- soldiers and stuff like i don't know about this dude i mean he's basically mickey mouse i feel like it's uh, true yeah i mean this may be stretching a little bit one of the reasons that seems especially dumb to me though is that i feel like uh one of the things about this game in particular and like ff7 as well on its own like the original game is that reeve has a bit of an arc Right, he has like a bit of an arc as a person, going from like a a pencil pusher to being like a hero. That's like his thing, right? Yeah. And so that that's a cool transition for him to do. And then also being like, oh, but before he was a pencil pusher, he was the engineer of all of Shinra's dark secrets. He built like, well, the thing that yeah. drains the planet of its life. Yeah, that the kind of like it ruins that arc. Like when did it? Yeah, he's like it's the like... hero version of Nedry from Jurassic Park. <laughs> hey, listen, I got some shit to say about Dennis Nedry, and I've probably said it before, probably on this podcast. But fucking John Hammond, what's his catchphrase? We spared no expense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Motherfucker is always saying that. What does he do when IT's like, yo, 
having like me and Samuel L. Jackson here as the only fucking tech guys for this gigantic park that is very technologically advanced that's keeping in dinosaurs that could kill us all. <laughs> uh, can you pay me a little more? And and John Hammond's like, well, my financial problems, like your financial problems, I'm sorry about that, but they are your problems. It's like, fuck you, dude. Spare yeah, some fucking yeah. expense in your budget for fucking IT. Right? <laughs> I'm not saying what Dennis Nedry did was right. Was, okay? I'm like, just get, saying. You get a T-shirt that said Dennis Nedry did nothing wrong. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I I don't know if that's because I've been in tech for too long, but I'm just like Jesus. But it's like with, the company has made uh, like record profits this year, and then you're looking at the cost of living chart just like going up steadily since you started, and your wage just being stagnant and being like the oh, only the mistake. The only mistake that Dennis Nedry made was getting out of the little van <laughs> to go get the vial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. During a fucking rainstorm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're in deep ground. Um, this is the Every FNFF podcast. <laughs> yes. That's Alex. And I'm Alex. And I'm Curtis. And I'm Carl, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Look to your left. It's who you are now. <laughs> you all inspire me. <laughs> Um, yeah, hey, this hey is boys. A... Speaking of living conditions, we're in deep ground. Yeah, yeah, so like, it's a city? It basically looks like Midgar, but deep Midgar. It is. It's, yeah, like, it's like Midgar's It's basement. like we're under the plate again, but we're actually under the... the under the... Yeah. The Lord's plate, a.k.a. the ground. It's... it's <laughs> That's right. The, the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a... It's, it's like Midgar if it was tinted slightly red. <laughs> Khaled. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Honestly, though, love this area. Think this it's is cool a really shit. cool area. This is a really cool chapter. It's, it's pretty long. Um, I don't know. It's if long as shit. I don't know if that'll necessarily translate in terms of the episode. I mean, it probably will because it's us and we just bullshit the whole time. We just spent five minutes yeah. talking about Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah but, there's like um, thirty minutes of gameplay before our first cutscene, at least. Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty cool, but it's a pretty big. And there's a lot of different stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty big, wide open area, and just a lot of like you can see structures in the distance, and yeah, it looks like a crumbling town. So it's kind of kind of weird. What it's kind of very like uh, it's very bloodborne looking, but yeah. underground. <laughs> I know that uh, video games do this and have done this for a long time, so it's nothing new or anything like that. But I am such a sucker for going through like the mechanized gray space areas of a location like when you instead of taking like the the path that's meant to be going through like portal 2 like portal 2 god i oh, love when you get best. off the beaten path in portal 2 and that's that is so what this chapter is and it's amazing like yeah we can use jelly here to jump higher or to go really <laughs> fast instead of using right. the classic blue and orange portals that we all know and love. the uh, <laughs> portal cerberus <unlocked>. yeah <laughs> you can shoot three portals at once yeah 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 you, you gotta try to shoot uh the moon with cerberus it's crazy <laughs> but i love that like none of the areas that we go through feel like they were meant to be i mean there, there are some sometimes we're spat out onto the street and then right after that we'll be right back into the uh the uh the back areas right and, and i like this back and forth of this area it feels very um if it, it feels like we're somewhere that we're not meant to be and we're sneaking around and like i really really mm -hmm. like this yeah, when we come on, uh, I think first we're kind of on some access corridors on the, I think it's called the outer wall of deep ground. It reminds me of, um, like, almost the, like a oil rig or something. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of reminds me of where we were when we played as a Ketchi down here, except like, instead of being encased entirely in, there's just 
one entirely open side where we can see uh, Reactor Zero off in the distance. Yeah, Reactor Zero and like a town, like rooftops and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Completely ruins. Like, yeah, this very looks free. It's very fallouty right now because we just went through a like a vault door and we're seeing like basically what looks like nuked city structure. I feel like does that does this make fucking deep ground a, a company town? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Like they built the town around the reactor. I mean, I guess Shinra did that a lot of times with. It's just weird with how secret this place is that. Yeah. They put the. I mean, I guess they just followed their same blueprints or whatever. I, I want to know what day to day life in Deep Ground is like if they eh, grew up it's here. It's a living. Well, we'll be. You thought your commute was rough. <laughs> we played the side games in which or the the Dirge of Cerberus multiplayer, which was taken out of the Japanese or taken out of the English version from the Japanese version. That does tell you what it's like to be a deep ground member and day to day. Oh yeah, they talk about the whole like revolt and like vices rise to power against the restrictors. <laughs> Damn. Oh, the overseers got it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I read all about that last night, so oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm especially ready. But uh, first thing we see are some uh, House of Dead ass looking gargoyles, right? Yeah, now there's yeah. just gargoyles. So <laughs> this is definitely the most House of the Dead uh, chapter in yeah. anything that's not House of the Dead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was super stoked. I'm like, cool, new enemies. It's not just dog guy, actual dog, or guy, <laughs> 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 or like the robot, the various robots, but. <laughs> Now it's a guard guy. Yeah. Yeah. This this um, it's a pretty cool shot too. We can see everything kind of in the distance, and we see these gargoyles just kind of flying around, and they notice us, and then just immediately start flying towards Vincent, and uh, it kicks off a an objective where we have to destroy eight targets. That's right. I think the gargoyles are the targets because when you yeah. take out one or two, I think they come in waves. They you have to like sh shoot the two that are surrounding you first before the ones in the horizon line are kind of approach you. Yeah, which There's, I wonder if that's a like a kindness from the developers of and, and just trying to balance it to be like, well, it's eight versus one and they're very mobile. Like, we should probably not just have them swarm. <laughs> the way it seemed to me is that like they kind of hover around different areas because I noticed sometimes I would be having trouble hitting one and I'd be like, oh, fuck this guy. I'll come back to him later. And I would go to a different area of the scaffolding and then there would be like two over there and then I would shoot them. Yeah. And then come back mm. to the first guy. But they may also come in waves too, where like only two of the little areas are available for shooting. But you can kind of walk around a little bit and pick your shots. It looks like you do trigger their arrival, but it depends on like where on the platform you are. Oh, okay. Because they have certain flight patterns in certain areas they kind of surround, so you're not just completely getting bodied by like all eight of them at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're they're agile too. They'll fly around right behind you and shoot you. They're they're kind of hard to keep up with. But they do follow like a pattern like they follow a very um precise route so if you miss shooting them you can just keep your crosshair in the exact same place and eventually they will loop right back around to that place and you yeah. just shoot them and and part of the challenge too it's not just like you know waiting until you get good good line of sight on one of these gargoyles as you're running around these different like catwalks and shit uh there's other deep ground soldiers who are coming out and shooting at you so yeah. it's kind of it's not just the eight gargoyles that you have to kill it's also some other guys and uh after i think after you kill all eight then we get one of those uh sword guys comes up yeah oh yeah the heavy armored soldier yeah, uh, yeah. He, is, he, is it he who drops a card key one of them drops a i card think so key. yeah i think i he, think uh, whatever the last guy is drops a card key is how it works yeah so it might always be scripted to be that heavy armed soldier yeah but yeah that that allows us as to the get most like, boss like yeah yeah right that allows us to kind of like drop down onto some uh inaccessible areas and get some like x potions and stuff like that 
Yeah, and then um, once we uh, use the key card and have everything unlocked, we can jump down another one, and then uh, if you turn around quickly, you'll see a G report. Indeed, yeah, there's another G report down here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I missed that one. Oh, got to play it again. <laughs> <laughs> got to get yeah, all three. Yeah, playing this chapter again would be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, huh? I like this chapter. I thought it was a lot of so fun. So do I, but right afterwards, there's a thing that we'll talk about a little later that I was like, oh, let me just try and go back and just do that part. Well, is it actually, it's an Omega report, I think, in here. Oh, is it oh, a, is an it? Omega? Oh, oh yeah, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I know where there's the There's a G, G report, report later. There's you're a G right. report yeah. later, yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. Um... I think uh, in this chapter, too, I can't remember the specific location of all of them, but the memory capsules, like, there was a bunch that I found. Yeah, there's two on this, in this one area alone. Yeah, there's there's a shitload of them. Yeah, so you gotta keep your eyes peeled. But, yeah, we drop down, we go, we do a little kind of loop around through what looks like a giant kind of, like, access corridor through. I love like, this little I guess corridor. the wall? It looks like there's, like, maybe a wall surrounding Deep Ground. Yeah. Encasing yeah. it. Because once we, once we kind of, like, get inside of this, um... I guess we're kind of inside the wall at some point or the next like main area that we get to that area is pretty cool because you can see everywhere you're getting ready to go for like the the quick foreseeable future you kind of see how the catwalks loop around and go up and down and you can see all these areas um and there's a couple deep ground soldiers that you can snipe from a distance before you actually have to uh get in contact with them right yeah mm -hmm. and when we first cross this little inner chasm or whatever to try to like uh to descend further down we get my least favorite enemies in the game thus far which are just aerial drones that have a billion hp and i hate them god there's so but there's bad. only two though <laughs> there it's the same like model as the uh the mines yeah those mines that we had to avoid in, yeah. in previous chapters but like it takes fucking forever to kill them it does it's yeah, i kind of just gave up on them for a while <laughs> yeah i don't blame they you think they don't ch chase you or anything yeah i'm um, not sure if they, they don't have... chase you they they yeah they follow a pre-scripted uh route i i'm not sure if they have um a bunch of hp or if they just have really high defense or something yeah. because it looked like all of my attacks no matter what gun i use were doing like very little i don't know if you all can see this but um oh shrimps shrimps so those guys being bad Ooh. but uh when we we yeah we go through some back corridors but can pop out back on the uh wait before we go <laughs> further than this, I want to talk about the little asshole in this fucking area. <laughs> Before we get to chests. that little asshole, oh, okay. who, who I also want to talk about, we once we get past those bullshit mines, we jump down, and if you're not careful or paying attention, which is hard to do in this chapter because you had so much shit kind of just thrown at you the last couple of minutes, you jump down from a ladder, and then fucking one of the deep ground soldiers was really in Donkey Kong, I guess, and he just take like, there's just two fucking explosive barrels, like two or three barrels just oh that's right you. that's right that's right and, like i don't know if you can jump over them or not but like i think i tried <laughs> just i got hit like completely i was like well fuck i did this area twice and um the first time i tried dump double jumping over like both of them all the way down and i couldn't do it and like i hit the last one and blew up so i was like okay i need to single jump over the first one single jump over the second one but the first jump didn't get high enough to go over i guess like even though like there was clearly like several feet that i cleared it it still blew up on me and i was like well fuck this game do you just have to shoot him or something? Yeah. yeah. I, I looked yeah. back. It looks like there's like four. And um, I was just like turning around to try to see if there was anything behind me. And then I saw one of like the one, the first one roll past me. So I turned around and just saw three coming at me. I was like, <laughs> well, I fucked, dude. Like shit. Uh, that's awesome. 
Or you just have to have like the foresight to like shoot him before he pushes the barrels down. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you might be able to do that as well. Um, I, I kind of wanted to play through this uh, part twice because it is a fun mission and there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of miss. And I wanted to try a few other things, but I just didn't have the time. I might still play through it again, depending. <laughs> there's someone we'll talk about later that maybe maybe I'll yeah, try this yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, it's probably what I wanted to talk about. But yeah, so right. as we get past those, uh, those fucking barrels, we kind of see in the distance uh, the next like platform that we can walk down, and there's a shit ton of items, and it's like, yeah, there's like there, 10 there's cases like eight of items. There's like eight or ten, yeah. and you're like, yo, that's awesome. Let me go and grab those. And then, Curtis, do you want to take it away and tell us what Yeah, so <laughs> before you can get down there, like a decent time before you can get down there, you'll see a deep ground soldier drop onto that platform, and he is fast as the fucking wind. He runs like Sonic the fucking Hedgehog, man. And he collects all of these fucking uh, treasure chests or whatever before you can get to them, and then he just jumps off the side of it, just jumps off the side of the platform, yeets himself off, and he just steals all of them, and you can't get any of the the little briefcases. I was like, what? So I did this two or three times. Like I restarting and trying again, trying to get these uh these cases, and eventually I was able to do it. And instead of like trying to shoot him, I just got the uh, thunder material on, and I just let that rip, and I was able to take him down. And they're all just like a thousand gill. Oh, so, that's pretty good though. I mean, we definitely like, need that gill if we want to upgrade the gold <sighs> gun. Yeah, just need two hundred of those cases. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. But uh, moving along, we uh, when we come out of our first, I guess, I don't know, inner inner wall area, uh, we get confronted with these new enemy types. A little cutscene. Oh yeah, there's yeah, a very dramatic cutscene where it does the fucking action movie slow mo. Yeah, yeah. the Matrix bullet time. Bullets flying out of his barrel. It, it looks cool as hell too. But as soon as it makes contact, we realize they all have shields and are impervious to bullets. Impervious to bullets, just like me in real life. <laughs> that's a challenge that, listeners yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah how did you guys take care of these these guys um i just punched them yeah i punched them and kicked them now there yep. is a guy in the middle like in the middle platform uh in this area because this area is more wide open it's kind of like a little okay, these guys are called elites the deep ground elites mm-hmm. oh okay so the other ones are grunts uh the ones that are far away are jackals um we haven't gotten to the hunter class yet but <laughs> these are the elites that's right in Dirge of Cerberus 2, you get to play as one of the elites. That's right, yeah. And a kind of corresponding <laughs> story that, like, zips between. That's right. So we kill the elite four. How do you do it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, there, so there's a guy in the middle platform of this area. Like I said, it's a little bit wider. It's a little bit more open. A uh, little, uh, little arena that we fight them in. And he's shooting at you the whole time, right? And so, like, the, these guys guy. are kind of running around and taking cheap shots. Um, and they're very, very fast. They can kind of outrun Vincent. And so really, I felt like the most danger was coming from that guy in the middle who was just lighting me up while I was chasing them. So the second time I did this area, I was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just take that guy out first. And you can just keep taking that guy out and another one keeps spawning until you take out the other uh, the elites or whatever. And I was like, this is oh, cheap. No. This is lame. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I feel like that guy. I don't know if it was just me. um, with my build or whatever, but I feel like that guy who is just taking cheap, sh- like the guy who's behind two key card doors, like just up on a rafter shooting at you. Like, I feel like he took so long to kill. Cause I yeah, was just he had a lot sh- of HP. Yeah. He was just not dying. I was like, who the yep. fuck is this guy? Um, yep. 
I also noticed at one point I had two of the elite soldiers near me and I was just punching both of them. And I guess their like hit boxes were aligned and I hit both of them a couple of times for the exact same amount of damage. So I wonder if that's how that works. If it's like tied to like your actual attack and not mm. dependent on enemies or if it's like they're the same enemy type. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, you got to you got to why is you don't have to kung fu them? You could uh you can use just use materia, materia as well. Yeah. I mean, but. there's a limit breaker on this platform with you, so you could just eat one. And, and yeah, Vincent's fireball does work on them. Nice. Yeah, so I think it, it kind of wants you to go... Uh, Sicko mode. Sicko mode. I think it's the easiest way to do it. Plus, there's a, a materia pad. Or not materia. Is it Mako, Mako pad? pad. Yeah. yeah. Magicka pad. There's also uh, another memory capsule off in the distance here that I was very proud of finding. I was like, ah, I did it. <laughs> Only I would have found it. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the first person in the world to discover yeah. this. Time Not to even update the, the wiki. could find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of the uh, the data um, or the, the memory capsules or whatever they're called, uh, I feel like they all made me feel smart as hell when I found it. Yeah, me too. Me too. And then I was I, like, I, I definitely felt that where I'm like, oh, I'm so smart and stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, they're probably like, since I got it this easily, I feel like everyone probably did too, because I'm dumb oh, yeah. as shit. <laughs> <laughs> then we uh, go through another area of gray space, right? Yeah, there's another area similar to the um, the second one we went through. This Trips, one I'm going to fucking guys. kill you. I'm going to murder you. Hold on. <laughs> get his ass. <laughs> the Who's evil that? has been defeated. <laughs> <laughs> I love shrimp so much. I know he's a good um, boy. But uh, in the second gray space area, it looks more like a factory. It's a big square, kind of symmetrical room, and we can see the uh, those cases from the very first episode being um, hauled away above us. Oh yeah. Oh damn! I didn't even notice that. The storage containers, I guess I should call them, that they were yeah. like putting the people of Calm in. But uh, and uh, down below there are some um, item crates, and almost all of them are dudes in disguise. Yeah, there's just dudes oh, in them. Oh, so good. Yeah, this this game has mimics apparently because <laughs> I just walked up and started punching the boxes, and then a dude just comes out and is already shooting at me. It was you ever seen funny. a box that could take a bite out of you? <laughs> <laughs> My boy's a box. Damn you! <laughs> a, a box. box. <laughs> damn you! Uh, yeah, and um. Note, uh, there's also something of note as soon as we walk into that room much like a lot of the other rooms there's a jukebox there that we can shop from and then when we go down two levels there's another jukebox that you're just like oh, okay well I guess I'll check this one out too and if you go to interact with that it's also just a dude in disguise <laughs> who attacks you uh, that's good I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up as a vending machine at Curtis's work so then when he tries to get some <laughs> gold I just run out and smack him <laughs> but uh yeah once we get through this area I think yeah like, oh my gosh there's a really yeah a really cool corridor with fucking... i love this I, yeah okay. this is real cool quick preface before we get to this that i know that i've been saying this recently that dirge of cerberus has gotten good and genuinely good but i feel like the tension of the game is so well performed in this chapter because I really do feel like one dude versus a million here, like when I'm in this area, because there's like no help coming, right? Like you are in deep ground and you are by yourself and like Vincent going through the back areas and like narrowly dodging these weird traps is very, very tense. And I like it a lot. And it's, it's really cool. When I got to this room, I was just like. Oh my God, game, you are great. <laughs> yeah, we see this corridor and there's already um, like uh, God rays coming out of holes in the wall to yeah. the left. It's like very misty. But as we approach, suddenly like a burst of like uh, 
like gunfire comes from the ceiling that would just be barely missed or if we kind of go slow it, it tries to catch us yeah, yeah. it's really it's really cool so, and, and causing more rays of light to yeah pop it through. punctures very, these holes in the in the in the hallway so like as you move through the hallway people are shooting people you can't see are shooting into the hallway from the walls and the ceiling and the floor and shit and it makes like light stream into that hallway from those bullet holes and they're like trying to catch you even though they can't see you it's really 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 cool um i I really liked as soon as i started walking forward after seeing those lights and then i see all the bullets i was like oh shit so i ran back and then noticed to my right there was one of the memory capsules so i was like yes yeah (laughs) i'm glad that i didn't just rush forward yep what's funny is that the um we make a left turn and going uh, north. I guess. Yeah, there's just a doorway you're just trying to get get to. Um, there's actually a, a quick little area to your right uh, that you can crouch and drop down to, into, and there's just another shop there if you need it. Yep. Oh, interesting. I don't. And it also leads to the same area. I don't think I got to that because I I walked into the, like the the door and I was just trying to check it out. Um, and then immediately got thrown into a cutscene oh, where yeah, you can't backtrack after that. So, which I I bring up for a specific reason, which I'm going to talk about in a little <laughs> bit. There's a lot of um. I think Alex, you described it one time as Starbucks across from another Starbucks in this stage, <laughs> where there's just a jukebox on the other side of the room from a jukebox, <laughs> like shops think, or whatever. I think and that this, might. Uh, there are a lot of shops in this one, but I think that is why it was so funny that the one was a uh, a mimic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We get into this fun little, uh, I don't know, Disney World ride. It's the monorail yeah, it's, level. It's yeah. House of House of the Dead. Monorail. We get on rails, and we That's are about right. to be shooting. Which at first I was like, okay, we're gonna be going like taking like a little minecart, right? Like through the through the bowels of deep ground or something. But like as soon as we exit the kind of initial area, we're just like on a tram, like above the town of deep ground, like just rocketing through it. Like deep ground has public transit. It's incredible. Bloodborne cart, baby. This is what like Elon Musk wishes he could make. Like this is like yeah. the personalized public transit or whatever. I like the weird uh I don't even want to call it like where, there's like this uh, the segment at the beginning and end of each the parallaxing the <laughs> I think what's happening is that we're in a chamber that is lowering in itself Maybe. from the station onto like the track because you just see the walls kind of spinning and stuff. It's really yeah. cool, yeah. There's like a bunch of cylinders just in front of us that are going in opposite directions like every other cylinder and it's a really I'm cool thinking looking thinking of gears effect. or whatever that's yeah. dropping us a down. A very maybe. specific reference for people. It looks like we're in the hallway before the engine room on the ship in what's that movie where they're in space and the ship goes to hell? Event Horizon. Ah. <laughs> we're in the Event Horizon ship. I, was like, I feel like that describes a lot of movies. There we go. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> but yeah, this kicks off a uh, another mission um, where I think it says like defeat the pursuers or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I don't know. Don't quote me on this. I thought I uh, defeated them all. I thought I got them all as we went along. But at the end, I was short two. And I was like, did I also have to blow up there the enemy's tram carts too? Because oh, yeah. I just shot yes. them off of the carts. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah, because I was missing two. And I was like, the only thing I didn't hit was there was two carts. But I was like, there's I, nobody on them. I accidentally blew up one of the carts, like like the last one that you find. And I, I destroyed that. And it, it counted as a target. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? I was like, I didn't know uh, I had okay. to shoot the goddamn fucking yeah, I didn't know inanimate either. object that I am also The trains on. are innocent, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing we didn't have Corey on for this one. Yeah. So that's kind of annoying. Um, but a really cool segment. Yeah, we eventually get chased by like uh, one of the dragonflies, which is cool. Yeah, I actually like that. Like, 
it's, it's, it's chasing you through the building tops. It's very. It, this feels very like yeah, Batman Gotham, like yeah. Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, it's, it's it's really cool. And like what I liked about this fight is that it didn't feel ultra rushed and unfair. Like they give you a long time to fight this uh, helicopter yeah. thing. Yeah. So I appreciated that, that it made it feel more cinematic, that it was chasing us all throughout the the town and everything, and that you actually stood a chance against it, and that you could kill it before it you get to the end, you know? So I, I like Did you guys manage to take it down? I did. I, I Yeah, mine was crashing just as I was finishing up, which is very satisfying. Same. Did that happen for you as well, Curtis? It did. I'm wondering if that's like a scripted thing, like you still have to deal enough damage to it. It could be. But then like it, it won't, act, like you might hit the threshold and then like... Yeah, it's it'll not, just it hold position yeah. until... And it'll yeah. still take damage or whatever. Yeah, that may be the case. That's super cool. And that would make sense too. I mean, it's... it's We're basically... It's an auto-scroller and it's very cinematic, so it's, you know... Yeah, I agree. Cool, cool area. Yeah, very nice. They're throwing a lot of stuff at us. Um, but then... Yeah, so then we get like a moment of silence after all that action, right? Where we're kind of deposited into a hallway... Um, we're back in the the other station. I really like the kind of very old metro station look. Yeah. Very old I, fashioned architecture in here. I like these because in it's old New York. Yeah, <laughs> in these rooms for the first time, I feel like we're starting to see some of like the earth that this area is dug into. Like there's actually some rock like jutting out into the hallways and into the little um, the little areas. And like some of the hallways will become like catwalks into small vaulted caverns which is very cool and i like that but um as we go along like the very first one of them the catwalk that we're on collapses and we we are thrown into the bottom of the area right yeah and right before that happens too after we destroy the helicopter i completely forgot about this but uh there's like a, a short cut scene of vincent i think i might know what you're getting ready to say carl and i think i wrote it down in my notes so i'm just gonna pair my notes yeah. Um, but after Vincent um, gets off the tram, there's just like a little cutscene of him standing up, and he finally does another one of those cool. Cape yeah, flips. I wrote it I was like, Yes, it's been so long. I thought this game was gonna Cape be. Flip. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that it was gonna be like three times a chapter, and you know they they really know how to build the tension and the suspense and the you know anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> so they know what we want to see. They gotta they gotta string us along yeah. for a while before we get it. Yeah. Monorail. I had, to, I had to bring my cape count back after being like, well, I haven't seen this in like five weeks, so it, it's probably over. And I was very yeah. excited to turn that back on. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the next area that we go into is, is really cool as well because we, um, we kind of emerge on the other side of like a, a wall or like the station. It looks almost like the deep ground version of the Midgar Highway. Yeah, yeah, it does. There's like a destroyed highway, yeah. Um, and off in the distance again, we can see uh, Reactor Zero. But now we're actually like facing toward it. Where we're now it's no longer a map painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we were on the wall earlier, when we were kind of like going down the side wall, we could see the reactor in the distance, but we weren't like walking straight toward it. But now there's like a blasted highway going toward it, so it feels very cinematic. It feels very cool. Um, and mm. immediately on the left, out in the distance, there's another memory capsule. Get it. Yeah. Get it. But this area is cool. There's, um, you know, obviously there's several enemies along the uh, blown up bits of highway. There's some snipers in the distance. It was reminding me a little bit of our first area in Calm at all. It does. And me too. Me too. I, I but it was just so much well. more fucked up. 
twisted. This is calm if the Joker lived there. <laughs> oh man, where he thinks crime is funny. <laughs> um, to, to him, this place is calm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's a um, a barrel towards the end of part of the broken highway, and I was like, I'm not going to shoot this yet because. I might need it later. And, and sure enough, at one point, two guys just appear right next to it. And I felt yeah. like it's a tool we can save for later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I also really liked how many uh, enemy chains I could get here because there's just so many enemies and they go down pretty easily. Yeah. Except for, you know, the elites that yeah. have the damn shields yeah. up. There's a f- two or three of those around here. Yeah, and there's probably a way that you can tell the difference, but, I mean, to me... They have the funky little, like, rooster helmet. Yeah, they got the cooler helmet, but to me, I'm just, like, not looking closely enough at anyone. I'm just like, kill, kill, you know, kill. I wish I did actually stream my playthrough of this, because then I could use the footage to make an AMV of this area to Green Day's Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and that would be really cool. <laughs> just use my footage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, Alex, the G report is in this area. Mm-hmm. So once we get to the kind of the end of the, the highway section, we drop down on some roofs and we get into like the more residential part of this area. Um, and on that first roof, if we double back behind the ladder, you'll find the G report there on the side of the roof. Yes. Which I assume stands for gangsta report. Yeah, we don't know G. At least, I mean, I, I know. Think it but stands we for don't. Gideon the all-knowing. I think it stands for G's nuts. <laughs> How could you forget his last name? I Gideon Offner. <laughs> I think there's uh yeah, there's three uh, and if you look at the report uh in your items, you can kind of see that there's only one slot left. Yeah. And, like, okay. Um so this is the second of three, yeah. I guess. I'm guessing we'll fi- come across the last one pretty soon. Yeah, I, I looked at it. It's next chapter. Nice. I guess next chapter we'll just talk about all the all the G reports. Yeah, that's kind of what I assumed. Yeah. We can do that, yeah. Um, yeah, this area kind of just pushes and pulls in terms of scale. Like sometimes we're like getting shot by snipers. Sometimes we're in really tight kind of ruin. Ooh, it has one of my favorite, uh, encounters is in this area. There's, and, and like, and you're right. It is, it's, it's kind of throwing everything at you. There's the snipers. There's the close quarters encounters. There's, there's like those weird, uh, the soldiers, the ones with the swords who charge at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's got a little bit of everything, but my favorite part of it is that there's just, Hey, I mean, if Vincent is like, what do we determine? He's like fucking six feet tall or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a area that's just like six feet by five feet. It's not very big at all. And two walls come up and there's just one of the heavy soldiers with a katana stuck in there with you. And it's like, oh, my God, he's so close. There's nowhere you can go. <laughs> elevator fight. That was yeah, a little <laughs> elevator fight. Like, it's it's really good because, like, that- it surprises you, too, because he's, like, kind of around a corner and he just steps in real quick and the barriers go up and you just have to deal with him in the smallest space possible. And I was like, that's very effective. It's it's really cool. Uh, I just immediately panicked when I saw him and just <laughs> fired. And I think I had like my short barrel gun out and just immediately took him down in one shot. I was like, oh, that was almost that almost really sucked. But instead, it was very fun. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't have any issues with it. He's not hard or anything like that. Like, yeah, you can, you can blow him away. But like just the concept of like, hey, here's a thing you need to deal with. Like I thought that was very cool. Because like I said like earlier, that like I felt like um, at a certain point the game is now testing you to see if you know what to do. I feel like this is in some ways the culmination of that. It's every trick in the book, you know. Yeah. They're throwing mm-hmm. at you. They're they're throwing traps at you as well. There's uh yeah. there's an item that you can kind of just see 
um, I, I want to remember ex- the blast it, it, machine gun. The blast machine gun. It's just kind of chilling in like a little area that has the barrier, uh, like the the key card barrier thing, not floor, activated. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, okay, it's probably gonna be something in here that like those are going to come up as soon as i walk in but you go and get it and then you turn around they come up and then a fuck ton of dogs just come a fuck ton of them now did you equip the blast machine gun for them no i did it's cool as shit so like it's been a long time since we had any new guns right like i think like the first or second area we got all of our guns and we've just been using them since then right yeah so we finally have brand new weapons now and uh the blast machine gun is ever so slightly it's like 10 uh power points weaker if you have the other one completely upgraded so it's 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 very comparable but it's thing that it does is it's like an automatic knockdown every time you shoot something right and it it throws them up into the air so you can juggle enemies with it so like when you start shooting someone with a blast machine gun as your gun recoils it's like aiming just upward enough to hit them again and you can just send them flying into the air and like send them like stories upward if you can keep the juggle going it makes it's it sound really like cool. a wii game i want to play this on wii <laughs> it's the really zapper. cool i equipped it and went at these like the shitload of dogs that dropped down uh, to fight you and like it was a blast because you can just get like three or four of them caught in a juggle at once and just see all this damage popping up it's the fucking weapon rules it's like shooting cans with like a light gun yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's really that's... cool that's super cool. Um, no, I was in limit breaker mode because there was a limit breaker that I needed to just use anyway. Oh, so yeah, I walked I in there confirms. and I just started dog versus dog. <laughs> I just started spamming the melee button and did the slam attack and just killed them. And my chain like was just like they just kept appearing and I just kept slamming the ground and killing all of That's them in one awesome. hit until the last three, which are like the red ones that are much harder. The Crimson like, Hound. Yeah, they knocked Those you down. Those were bosses when we were out in the desert or whatever yeah it's like the onion article where it's like uh early game boss has accepted part-time position as late game regular enemy <laughs> yeah yeah did you guys come across the amazing item called the potoin oh, i yeah. did i Love got the potoin. potoin i okay so i think the potoin is hilarious i think the original name for it in the japanese international version is even better which is the Boshin. <laughs> literally just a fucking joke that we would make i know i like that joke we may have already made at some yeah. point the Boshin. it's got the b emoji instead of a p like and i guess the reason for that i can't remember um how does that look in in the uh in like japanese characters curtis i can't remember if p and b are related with just different particles they are yeah they are yeah yeah um, so it it's easy to look at at a glance and yeah. just think oh this is a potion p but, has uh, the maru and b has the tentons or whatever yeah for, exactly for our, for our listeners out there that knows what that means and this is basically my dyslexic ass getting confused because it was like wait why do i have two things of potion yeah, in yeah. my inventory why is one misspelled the yeah so i i i remember alex sending us a discord message about that once just sending it and being like holy shit there's a spelling error in here and then we realized i, I glitched the game because i was like <laughs> during that run just like giving myself every item and i was like wait what did i just break the game by like, <laughs> yeah it's like this a debug thing but no, but the potion or the potoin or the <laughs> potion is an amazing, an amazing item that I, I forget what the item description says, but it's like it says instantly restores a few HP dot 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 question mark. <laughs> and when you use it, 
it restores exactly one of your <laughs> HP, which is so fucking funny. And good. I love that. I love that. <laughs> fucking Potoin. You can uh, equip up to two of them. It's also really fun to say. So that's like it's yeah. got that going for it. I don't know where else Potoin. is. Um, it's pro I think also in this chapter is an elixir. There is an elixir. Yeah. I think that might actually be something. I read the description. The, for elixir, the elixir. If the if we can trust the uh, the item description, it has all of the effects of an elixir and also a phoenix down. Yeah. So it's literally yeah. just like if you're low on health and don't have a phoenix down, like it's it's really useful. But I yeah. thought the same thing. I'm like, this is gonna give me one HP and one MP, which yeah, really or funny. something. Yeah. I would change it to elixir instead of elixir. Yeah, yeah. elixir, elixir. That's pretty good um yeah so once we're done with this little area and this area is cool too that we're in right now um we are on the street and it is very much like calm it's very reminiscent of the very first area in the game because we're on the we're on the street and we're fight we're like uh kind of fighting against snipers vincent actually says he has a line where he gets into this area and he goes oh, right he starts talking through this area he's a talking lot. a bunch he's talking a bunch when we first enter the area he's like all right cerberus you know what to do yeah <laughs> or whatever and when we get to this part he goes oh great snipers <laughs> this all feels like shit he would say in the first stage that he's like they just decide like yeah. oh we forgot to use this. you know what you know i like that they waited this long to have him really start talking to himself because for me it makes me again feel even more isolated and that's what i like so much about this area because you're like yeah the only person to deliver any kind of like narration is vincent we are truly truly alone down here like it's, it's there's also like parts where he's like it seems like he's still figuring shit out like huh so that's how that works yeah, yeah. he does say that he says that several times that's how that works and i think that's like yeah we know that's like corresponding to uh like a certain area like if you're near something yeah and it's kind of like the game's way of doing what wind waker does where they have like toon link's eyes looking up at something where he's yeah, like, oh, yeah so that's how that works it's it's like that means you're supposed to look around and maybe if i dot yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i like that i i just like thinking that this is vincent coming out of his cage and now he's doing <laughs> just fine and he's having a drag um it's coming out so we, of the shell we, a little bit <laughs> we cross a little uh a little like water reservoir that's all dried up and destroyed it's like collapsed street into like sewer like river yeah. or something like that and we get to the other side of the street and there's just a lone gun turret and a bunch of blocked off areas that we can't get to right mm, and so yeah. like immediately i was like oh i hate these sections i know exactly what the game wants me to do and i don't want to do it because this shit sucks <laughs> but it does want you to sit in the turret and then fight like a hundred enemies i do swiftly neutralize the enemy targets and there's a lot i have a, a problem there's with a these lot. turrets as well which i don't think we talked about because it up until this point it i don't know if it was necessarily an option but if you walk up to the turret and you're facing like away from where the barrel is you would think vincent just gets in there and sits down where the barrel is pointing so that uh, but oh if you, does it aim the way it aims facing? whatever way you're facing so you just really? get in there and you're instantly put in first person or third person mode of this yeah did you notice yeah. that you can change the view of this turret you can yeah 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 so it can be slightly over the shoulder to be more like when you're behind vincent or it can be in first person mode which makes sense with vincent but doesn't really it, when i was in first per person mode in this i was like this is kind of terrible i'm just going back to the third person one yeah yeah I, I did it in first person is actually what I ended up doing, but because okay. I was I was feeling like I was having trouble hitting things sometimes. And I will say that, like, I'm playing this on. I mean, like, let's just let's just be honest. Right. I'm playing it on my computer um, and I have 
as good resolution as I'm going to get for it, right? Like, I'm playing on yeah. a fucking 4K laptop. And I cannot imagine playing this section on a CRT because I still couldn't see the enemies that were off in the distance shooting at me that the game wanted me to shoot to be able to progress past this section. Yeah. Like, there's some uh, guys it, well far away from you. Yeah, they're like in like little windows in a house off in the distance or like on the roofs pretty far away. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the... The variety that they kind of throw at you is pretty interesting as well. Like, yeah, first yeah like just sweepers be, and stuff. Yeah. First is the red saucers, and there's the bullheads, those little, you know, punchy drones. <laughs> I was just going to say red things. sauce. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Some sergeants, uh, twin sentries, which I think those... What are those? Uh, the twin sentries might be those fucking awful... Uh, as, like assault mines or whatever they were called like the floating drone mines oh yeah they're kind of large yeah those things are annoying to hit um there's a few aerial mines there's seven of them uh three sweepers two black widows yeah the black yeah, widows i yeah. think are towards the end of it right yeah yeah when i fought the the black widows when they came up they just got confused on each other and like couldn't run around each other and just stopped coming for me and i was like oh okay okay i was i was, <laughs> I was very confused um in the Brady Guide, um, it's it says uh, with the mission objective at the same time. It also puts mission note for some reason, which <laughs> okay. is squelch the ambush as fast as you can. <laughs> I love a little squelch. Yeah, I think the mission objective is um, like swiftly defeat the enemy. Yeah, swiftly neutralize the enemy onslaught. Yeah, it's. I think this is like a count. It's a count up timer, so I think you have to. Yeah, I think your score is dependent on how quickly you do it. Um, I forget what my final score was, but it was like three of four. So I got like, mm. you know, whatever. I guess three minutes. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, this is the part that I got to where I was like, oh, there's something I want to do like just after this that uh, I want to retry and see if I can find out more about that I went back and started playing and it, the checkpoint was well before this. Yeah. And then I needed to get, I got to this part and was in that seat for like 40 seconds. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't feel like replaying this. <laughs> so I am not going to redo this mission. The, uh, I will say that like the checkpoints are kind of few and far between like in this, the, in this area. Yeah. Yeah. There's only like six checkpoints total for like, there, yeah, there very, are a couple of the times. longest chapter that we've yeah. had so far. There are a couple times that I did hit restart and tried from the last checkpoint, and it would take me quite a ways back when I would. Oh, I should have thought of that. Yeah. Well, I guess it would have been the it, same, where I would have been like, God, I gotta do that fucking stupid yeah, yeah. railgun part. Did you fall for the uh, honeypot? That was... There was a like, little side channel. Where well, you see, uh, before like, we get to the side channel, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, because right before that, uh, when we kill our last enemy, they drop a key card, and we can continue on to that area, but there's also a locked gate directly behind the turret that has some items and another key card back there so you can actually blow your key card on the one behind you and get an yeah. extra key card and a bunch of extra items so make sure you do that but yes i i did fall for it but i say that i didn't fall for it because i'm completionist and i, I want i want it <laughs> but yeah as you're coming across uh the channel just the piss water uh, yeah, yeah. You, you see, there's a gate to your right with, uh, and behind it, there are like six, five or six uh, briefcases, and you can't surely with goodies and thousands of gill. Yeah, and and it's behind a locked door, so of course you're gonna want to get in there. That's right. So we carry on, and as we make a right turn, realize like, oh, we can just there's a little open opening here. I can go in. I don't need a key card at all. Yep. This is almost too easy. <laughs> Things are looking great. And there are, there's one thing of, 
Is it one thousand or ten thousand? Yeah, I think there's one of a thousand. Maybe even this this one says no. 10, I think it's oh, ten thousand, oh, which is very is. weird. Okay. No, it's ten thousand. I'm watching back. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so there's get... one of ten thousand, and then four of just one. Yeah, just one go. <laughs> now, I don't want to. So ten thousand and four go. Yeah, I don't want to tell anyone how to do their, you know, their traps. I don't want to tell people how to live their lives. But if I were setting a trap for someone with enticing looking stuff, I wouldn't make one of the things actually worth the enticement. <laughs> like I would just make five of them. It's yeah. like the bait car, but yeah, it's like the bait car, but you also get ten thousand dollars <laughs> with it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think uh, after you get that, just a couple dudes appear behind you and you easily kill them. And then there's some also who are like shooting in from where we first saw it. And yeah. uh, I, one of those guys is um, one of the elites. So uh, I just shot materia at him through the hole in the wall and didn't really yeah, have a problem. So. Punch him. I Probably almost worth died it for here. That like I, I really wish there was like a materia version of like punching. I wish you could upgrade your melee. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be sick. This little trap kind of ate me up, man. I, I ended up getting out of it alive, but barely. Like I used all of my healing items on it. Like I oh, had damn. nothing left after it. I guess that's just the difference in the level. Which you know, not like that's a big deal. Not like there's a uh, an arena fight coming up right after this on a bridge or anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, speaking of which, there's a bridge right after this part. Yeah, a, a uh, conspicuous uh, jukebox shop right before it, so, yep. you know, you probably don't need to use that when you yep. can see that there's a whole thing of uh, keycard wall, like, on both sides of the bridge. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is I had, like, so many extra keycards, I just kind of just walked through it, <laughs> and it did not trigger this little side mission. I just like, alright, I'm gonna keep That's going. Awesome. And, like because the cutscene triggers right after this, I think it just I accidentally skipped. That's funny. This little onslaught of dudes. Before we get to that though, there was something very interesting that I saw. Oh. Where um off to the right near the jukebox, you can see like on top of the roof, there's a bunch of those explosive barrels just chilling there. And yeah. I was like, "Wait, how do you shoot that?" And then like as I was looking for that, I found another one of those memory capsule Easter eggs. But yeah. I think this is the part. Let me just double check here. Um yeah, you can go and they're sticking out of the windows of the the building, and they're it, like the window is kind of it, it's fallen over. They're, so they're almost yeah. There's there's windows facing down towards like where we just walked through another watery place. Yeah, and if you shoot them, some items come out. But more importantly, oh, I didn't know that. You're gonna be really bummed that you missed this. I think more importantly, after you shoot one of them, um, and look down. A fucking cactuar comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's where the other one around. is. Okay. Super cute. Yeah. Because I know there's two in this area. I only found one of them. Yeah. So that's it's really cool. cute. And do you know what the cactuars are for in this? I've heard that they're for more experience, I guess. Or... Yeah. So if you shoot, uh, like if you defeat a cactuar, you get 500 experience. So. Okay. There's two in this area? Interesting. There are. I didn't know where that one was. I didn't. I didn't choose one. Uh, the guide says there's only two, but I'm not sure. Maybe there's more. No, the two is all I found. I, I mean, I only found one. And yeah, two in this area, and then one is in uh, chapter six that we already saw. Yeah. And they make a really cute noise. <laughs> There's an assault on the bridge after this. You fight like 12, 16 enemies. Um, I just went limit breaker on them. I went sicko nice. mode. Just took them all out. Actually, it's 19 sergeants, one elite, oh. a heavy armored soldier S, and a heavy armored soldier B. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so. A lot. A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. And then we get our first cutscene like an hour into the stage. Yeah. So Vincent has taken to self-noiding out, um, where he just fucking voids himself with the black energy now. Yeah, he just looked around at me, let out a huge fart. 
<laughs> it just lets a big fart cloud out of black gas. At first, I thought he was being like attacked by Nero. I was like, oh, this is the this is the battle time. What are the enemies in uh, Wind Waker with the little hands that grab? Yeah, yeah. grab you. Oh yeah, like the the wall masters or whatever yeah. they are in Wind Wind Waker. I think what's happening is the same thing that happened on the um, the Shara when he's in the hallway and he starts like oh. transforming into chaos because the black uh, stuff engulfs him. And he's kind of like struggling, like we see him struggling in the darkness, and we hear a, a voice say, "Don't let chaos control you." And he said it. It was chaos, chaos control. control. There it is. It. <laughs> um, the voice goes on to say, "You cannot be contained by his darkness because a part of you was born from it. Find yourself and regain control." Yeah, very, very bane. I was born. Yeah, I think this is Nero trying to kind of utilize chaos against I don't think this is Nero. I thought it was. Later later in this episode they'll actually talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, well he kind of finds out about it there though. Or he kind of This is like Nero's like trying to like void him out but it doesn't work because he's I think he's able I forget. To, yeah, he's he's able to get through uh Nero's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. He can hear a shulk in the in the void or yeah. whatever this like nether space is. Yeah. But I think this isn't like Nero, just like a little trap for him or something like that. Mm. Yeah, and I think um, it's also Vincent is uh, like cognizant before, like as it's happening, because it, it's very. It, it made me laugh as like the the pool of like darkness just kind of appears near him. He mm. looks back and sees it and tries like running away, kind of goofily. Yeah. It, it, so I think, um, yeah, I think it. I think it's like Nero is. Mm. Yes. Also, because uh, when Nero spots. Um, him after we defeat Azul, he becomes fascinated. He's like, "Okay, so that's chaos. How about we let him kind of like fulfill his destiny of like destroying the world or whatever, or, like yeah, you know, wrecking shit." So I think Nero is like trying. Well, that's to, like, why I didn't think it was Nero over chaos instead of um trying to basically yeah. control chaos with it from within. Well, that's one of the reasons but, I didn't think that this was Nero because th in that scene he's like, "Oh, that's chaos," and it's like, "Okay, well, he's seeing this for the first time now. Like he's understanding what's happening to Vincent." But he seems like intrigued enough that he yeah. wants to like trap him. Like, okay, I want, I want, Agreed. I want Chaos's power. I want. I think that'll be very helpful for me. Yeah, but so I, I mean, think that's. I think this is like, yeah, yeah. Either way, like either way, he he almost goes ultra sicko mode, but, <laughs> but then does not. Sicko mode, God. But we do <laughs> see a little. Right. Uh, we do. Do we see a little glimpse of Shulk in this episode? In yes. This? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right after that, um, Vincent <clears throat> gets out of the void, and then we kind of just see um, Shulk. In, encased in like a shield aura, like a spherical one. She's a little marble. She has uh, that material. I think you called her a gotcha. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. shell. Uh, She's in a bubble. She has her little material next to her. So I, I guess that is like shell or uh, protect right. or whatever. So maybe she's protecting her. She's like, she's in the void, but she's protected herself with yeah. shield for now. Because she, yeah, she says she, at she one point. She does say that um, when her magic runs out, she's got, she'll die. That makes sense. She's just kind of like in a vacuum. Yeah. As old as he is, and still acting like a helpless child, I can see why Lucrezia had such a difficult time. And then, like, we can kind of see that her shield is cracking a little bit. And um, she says, I don't know why I'm doing this. I will die when my magic runs out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. She has a vision, or like, either from, you know, probably Lucretia's data yeah. some memories creep in and we see another cutscene. <laughs> and it the fucking 11th hour chapter 10 we're introduced to like brand new characters yeah <laughs> familiar looking characters which like whatever I'm all about it let's do it 
Who's this uh, Castlevania-looking boy? Yeah, it's a extremely fucking... Castlevania. So Lord Dracula and Lucretia are in um, Lucretia's cave, where we get a uh, Vincent's like limit break, and where we see. Um... I think this is when she first is introduced to this place. Yeah, yeah, right. Is this the place you spoke of? Yes, deep within this grotto is where chaos is destined to awake. Yeah, and she's getting all giddy and excited because oh. I guess she's been researching this. I actually began so here's the thing up to this point i've kind of like not cared that much about the character of lucrezia or whatever because i'm just like ah, she just seems like a pain she just seems like a problem like i don't know if i like her very much or whatever um but i actually like her in these scenes because it gives her some character and she's a little shit <laughs> like that's what i like about her i'm like oh lucrezia is an asshole like she's kind of a dick like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i and it, but like it actually gives her some character so even though she's not like she doesn't come off as the most likable. She comes off as more relatable and more human. And I like that about these scenes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So she scampers off and he's just humoring her like, oh, don't worry. The fountain isn't going anywhere. Wait, she says, come on, Dr. Valentine. Valentine. Where have I heard that name before? That's Vincent's name. <laughs> yeah, that's Vincent's name. The subtitle says Grimoire. Is it a oh. grim- Grimoire? <laughs> Grimoire Valentine. We basically kind of explained him a little bit, uh, looking like a Castlevania Dracula, but he literally just looks like, imagine if Vincent had like a kind of sick, tiny little like chin <laughs> hair goatee, and instead of wearing like the red cape, he's wearing like a black cloak, but also has a tasteful red like ascot. Yeah. This is Vincent's ject. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He seems nicer though. He looks cool as shit. That that is definitely a good style. Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene change and we're in uh, Lucrezia's um lab and Grimoire's there and he says, Don't you think you're taking things a little too quickly? And uh Lucrezia says, and she says this very like vindictively. She's like, Yeah, and why not? All those people at Shinra who laughed at my thesis, I have to prove them wrong. <laughs> oh, the hubris. <laughs> the hubris. <laughs> so now I see why her and like uh, and Hojo, yeah, yeah, all those <laughs> like these people just really want revenge for like, ah, call me fool, will you? you yeah, me I know. A nerd, huh? That's what I thought too. I thought after this line, I was like, oh, it makes sense that she got along well with Hojo because they're both twisted fuckers. Yeah, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of starting to worry about the fact that I was talking shit on her thesis as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're next, Carl. <laughs> I'm gonna be next. I'm gonna get norted. Yeah. But speaking of some. There's some Nort in that tank. There is some Nort in that tank. They got they got some Nort in the Baja Blast. And then <laughs> they got a little... I have not played Kringdom Hearts. I don't know what Nort it really means. <laughs> can, can, I honestly have no fucking cr- idea. Did you call it Kringdom Hearts? Like, <laughs> no. Kringdom. Kring- <laughs> it's, cr- it's Kringdom Hearts. And, uh, <clears throat> Grimoire says, uh, rushing into matters will get you nowhere, doctor. And then the uh, the dark energy that they have in the um in the container like explodes out and latches onto grimoire right right yeah well it, it seems like it's gonna hit lucrezia and he pushes her out of the way oh, yeah. and says, like true. look out so he like saves her that's true yeah yeah this is very uh batman villain origin <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's like infecting his arm kind of corrupt almost it, it reminds me a little bit of some like zelda stuff with the breath of the wild or like where like there's corruption kind of going up his arm yeah and he tries to shake it off but we get a quick little like 
I guess it's a, I guess yeah. it's technically a second location where they're in just in a void. Yeah, he's just saying like he's saying like I'll I'll be fine, I'll be fine, but then it it shifts and he is like categorically not fine. Yeah. He's laying on the ground and there's a bunch of like green just like specks floating all around him. He's turning to fireflies. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's literally turning into fireflies. Uh he, he you know, Lucrezia is like, "Oh, Dr. Valentine." He just says, "Tell my son that I'm sorry." And she's like not believing it and keeps saying his name over and over again and like freaking out a little bit. And he says, my time has come to return to the live stream. And then he just fucking, we all float on, I guess, because he just uh, bursts <laughs> into live stream and dissipates. Yeah. And then she does say, she goes, no, come back. Why did you have to fade away? And I was like, everybody else in this game has to die horribly, but he gets to fade away like ethereally. Yeah, That's good for him. Yeah, good for him. Very Evanescence lyric. <laughs> it's very Motley Crue. <laughs> Better to burn out than fade away. Oh, wow. This cutscene just keeps going. I keep forgetting how much of this cutscene there is. It's oh kind of long, yeah. ain't it? But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we see uh, kind of over the shoulder, like we back away and uh, we see that Shulk is kind of like looking over well, them. Okay, and so, kind of, so here's the thing. She's like, she's watching like this memory almost. Right? Shulk is watching this memory of, of lucretia losing grimoire right and we're mm -hmm. put in a pov perspective like we're seeing from the character uh through their eyes and they're at a gravestone and so we're like okay we're lucretia and we're at grimoire's grave right now like that's what's happening right yeah shelk before that tried to uh like console lucretia by saying it's all right he simply returned to the planet yeah, yeah. And so, like, Shelk's playing, like, the... She, she's consoling. Like, Shelk is being the larger entity here, right? And being like, it's all right. Don't worry about it. And then we see that POV shot of somebody crying in a grave where we're the individual. And so I think we're to assume that we're Lucrezia looking That's at a grave. That's what I thought initially, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we hear another voice say, stop crying, Shelk. And the character mm -hmm. looks up, and it's Shalua, right? And uh, we're like, oh, we're we're Shelk now. Tween age Shalua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tween age old, Shalua. Yeah. Two eyes Shalua. We call her. <laughs> old two eyes. I think it would have been really funny if she just still had, was missing one eye, even when she was ten. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like that has nothing to do with everything that happened at WRO. <laughs> the the model was really weird, in my opinion, of like you know, like child Shalua, just because I think they just took her face. And like shrunk it down and then put a smaller like <laughs> you know like smaller hair on it um and it, it it like it just looks like an adult's face on a child's body it's like very strange it, they do look like they kind of tried to kind of make a combination of shelk and shalua though because Maybe, they yeah. are sisters which i think is kind of cute when you think of it that way yeah yeah it's all right mom just returned to the planet we'll see her again and shelk's like crying and she's like oh we will um and shalua says of course we will and uh, Shelk also in the present is also like experiencing this memory. So we also get her kind of like narration. And she's like, what is this? Like, is the, is the, what's happening? Like, is this Shalua? Oh, my gosh. Um, and we hear Shalua say, mom said everything in the world flows around in a circle. That means she'll come back one day. She mom wouldn't lie to us. Right. And the uh, little Shelk's like, oh, right. And she says, all oh, right. OK. And then we are back in the present time in the in the void. Right. Yeah, uh, Shelk is uh, kind of consoling. Like, it, well, she's she's reflecting on herself and like, is this? Yeah, she's like reflecting on like the 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 experience that she's having and like kind of. I think it's 
intentionally compared to the memories that Lucrezia was having of losing Grimoire. Yeah, and and Shalua says Shelk, um, and she's she's there standing right next to her and just says, "Is it all right for me to return to the planet?" And Shelk says, "No." And then uh, Shalua is just kind of looking at her, and Shelk says, "Not yet. There's still so much." I and then like Shalua kind of like pets her head a little bit, and you know, trying to console her, and she says, "Don't worry. We'll see each other again." And uh, then we like see that Shelk is um still inside her like cracked shield and like she finally like wakes up and she's like oh a dream no data interference <laughs> <laughs> which i like i like that characterization for shelk still that like shelk is opening up as a character and like kind of quote unquote becoming more human but she's also maybe like in denial of her own emotions but she's still in denial like she's still shelk so yeah she's, she's refusing to believe it this is lucretia coming out this isn't me yeah exactly i like that one, one single teardrop rolls down her cheek classic and she says i didn't think i had any tears left yeah, very <laughs> ariana grande any any tears left to cry shit's cool as hell <laughs> but yeah i think um yeah then vincent is he escapes the nort he gets out of the the black goo, and yeah, let's uh, hit up this shop that's around the corner, and then we. Can yeah, there is a shop right around the corner, so let's hit that one up. Well, yeah, yeah so we'll get to that shop. <laughs> hit that one first. Yeah, um, yeah, and I will see you, gentlemen, after the break. See you in the void. <laughs> see you in Piss Town. I don't know what that means. So the rest of this stage, yeah, we're on a bridge again. Fine. Oh yeah. Okay. So we we get off the bridge. We see the cutscene, and we're next to a building. We're next to like a three or four story building. Um, and uh, also all the buildings down here are nice, nice brick exteriors. Very nice, classy. Um, Gotta but there's like exposed brick. Yeah, yeah. But there's a there's like a fire escape on the side of it, and we start going up that fire escape, right? <clears throat> and on the second or third floor of the fire escape is the funniest section of any Final Fantasy game I've ever seen in my life. It makes me laugh just <laughs> fucking thinking about it. It's so good. The stage is that there is a box and a shop. Right? Is that all that there is? There's no barrel at first, right? I think there might be a barrel up there as well. No, not yet. Yeah, not yet. I didn't think. It It, it comes in later. So, two enemies jump up in between the box and the shop, and we shoot at them. And if you hit the box, the box explodes and there's a barrel inside that hasn't exploded yet. <laughs> and so you can shoot the barrel to then blow up the two guys... But if you do that and then are just like, oh, yeah, okay, I win. And you walk by, a mine comes out of the fucking barrel. <laughs> you step on the mine and blow up. So I was like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. This is incredible. Like, it's it, a, a mine in a barrel in a box. It all happened so quickly that I didn't even notice that that was a thing because I was just like melee attacking the guys. Okay, and yeah. just like was paying attention to the guys and somehow completely missed that. But I did see the mine later and I think I got hit by it. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, so you get to the end of it and then you try to use the shop and a dude pops out of the <laughs> shop and punches you. Yeah. And, that <laughs> and I was just was like, what the fuck is going funny. on? But if you explode the little mine, a potoin's in it. And a pet of potoins <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in the mine. 
This is like the the ultimate like with those Russian nesting dolls or whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah, the, the ultimate one. Yeah, the, the, yeah. This is the this is the grand gland of this game. The box, which contains a barrel, which contains a mine, which contains there's a, there's a, a frog po-toin. at the bottom of the on a log at the yeah. bottom of the sea. <laughs> at the bottom of the mine in the bottom of the in the barrel in yeah. the box. But I love it like on the top of the to, deep crown. <laughs> I just like that like to come like. The icing on the cake of all of that is that you get through that like, what the fuck was that? And then you try to use the shop and there's just a guy inside of the shop. Yeah, the mimics in this game are definitely the best of it's, any game. Oh, what a what a scene! Like this, this whole best Final Fantasy game, hands yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> this building is incredible. I love uh, it. This next room, however, is not fucking incredible because um, we just continue up the staircase and then we walk through a door and a keycard barrier goes up behind us and then we look down the hallway and we just see a bunch of fucking mines. Just like some of them are floating, some yeah. of them are on the ground. And you're like, oh, okay, I just got to shoot these. I know what's going on. I I was like, oh, I know this. This is a uh, trying to leave complex b in metal gear solid 2 i have to shoot all the claymore mines along uh-huh. the bridge before i walk past it yeah meanwhile there's like to our right below there is like a bunch of testing chambers but there's a bunch of just dudes with rocket launchers shooting at yeah. you and other guys too. those guys are so fucking annoying like they run in like you can actually see them run in when you're trying to shoot the mines and then they just start blasting you in like yeah. i feel like the timing of them shooting the rocket is like tweaked perfectly to be as annoying as possible it, it because is. it hits you and like you can't like poise your way through it you just get knocked over yep. so like yep. if you're not spamming like x or dodge to try and and, like get up immediately by the time you stand up again they just fucking hate you again it's yep. like i was stun locked for so long here it's super super annoying i don't think the rockets did too many too much damage or anything but it was like i i was just so fucking annoyed that every time i tried to shoot a mine i was just getting fucking knocked over also the railing is like just high enough where like the rocket will sometimes hit that and not you but still the explosion will hit you and also that means you mm-hmm. can't really shoot through the railing it's yeah like the way it's aimed like you have to jump to shoot the guy and stuff yeah. it's just very very frustrating makes me wish this game had grenades and oh my god yeah throw a fucking plasma grenade at them yeah <laughs> the end of that last cutscene too is the final checkpoint i think in this area in this in this stage so i went through this room particular like three or four times uh because i kept like missing something or wanted to go back and try something or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, so i did a lot but i found the ultimate way of getting past this room is you can just hit the bricks and jump across all of it <laughs> oh nice yeah so you just don't even have to deal with any of it you can just do one double jump all the way to the end of the hallway and just skip it <laughs> Damn, no. I'm like, whoever's yeah. playing in the uh, original version. We only get one <laughs> oh, singular yeah, yeah, dr- jump. Oh, except like there's the gate at the end, and then as soon as you're about to walk through it, the fucking barrel falls on you. <laughs> explosive barrel. Oh, fall. there is an, there yeah, is an explosive barrel. Yeah, just one more fuck you. Like I was so annoyed. <laughs> It's and then, very funny in hindsight, but at the time I was extremely annoyed. <laughs> I like that when you use the card key, it, Vincent does says, huh, so that's how that works. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's right, that's it, yep. And then uh, the second room, there, there's there's three rooms that all look like this. The second one is just, there's it's some It's almost like dudes. we're in an armory, you're saying, because the whole structure is yeah. almost like we're in a half of like a hexagon because of the, yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. But uh, there's just a bunch of like explosive barrels being thrown into the room at like very quick intervals. And I think because i got past them one time without being injured the the first time i did it i got blown up like once or twice and i got past it and i was like well fuck it it's fine the second time i didn't get injured at all and i did that by aiming and shooting the barrels as i strafed through the room 
and I was able to hit them and not take any damage. I found out there is a pattern. I kind of just figured out where the biggest window was and was able to dash yeah. through it. You just turned it into a rhythm game. Yeah. <laughs> it's in 15-16 time, which is pretty weird. but <laughs> Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. The third time I did it, once I had already done it, like perfectly i lost like 75 percent of my health getting exploded like fucking <laughs> 10 times i was like god damn it before those barrels too the last thing that you have to deal with in the in the hallway before that is fucking assault mines that just come at you and knock you down too i was yeah. so fucking pissed so much fucking health on those assault mines yeah yeah it's it's so annoying uh, then we get to a really weird section after we get through the barrel thing where Love we this. get to like Love the this. last stretch. I don't even know if I know what, what actually happens here. I, I was I'm like, so confused. I was like, due diligence, I'm gonna find out. So Thank you. Yeah. So you walk into this room, right? And and the only way to go in this room is immediately left. The door is on your side of the uh the hall. So like literally it's just you just turn the corner to the left. That's all there is to do in this room. But a timer of 30 seconds starts, and Vincent says, oh, it don't have a lot of time, <laughs> or something like that. We're going to act quickly. Yeah. And if you leave the room, the timer just stops. And so you're like, oh. And I think you get locked out of going back as well, like the, the key The timer doesn't comes restart up. or anything. Um, or does the gate come up? I can't remember. Yeah. I th you, I, I think either way, it doesn't. Up. But I was like, you know, the the... The checkpoint's right there. I'll just see what happens if I run out of time. Because I don't really know what the game's trying to tell me to do. Like, mm -hmm. is the building going to explode? I assumed it was the building was going to explode after 30 seconds or something like that. And I yeah. needed to run, get outside real quick. Because as soon as we turn to the left, we're outside again. So if you stand there and just let all 30 seconds go by, at the end of the hallway, for just a second, a cactuar pops out and then... Pops back in. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It just disappears. So you just you just wait out the thirty seconds, and you just see him go burp, and then leave. <laughs> nice. like, oh, okay. That's extremely. That's cute. so weird. The guy does not mention that at all. It just says like you'll get stuck inside. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. That's so you weird. I, guess, I love that they just assumed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's like in a different version or something. I don't know. That's that's really know, yeah. funny. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm scared. I see like a little drop down, like in the playthrough. Like there's a you maybe can go down to the lower floor. And I don't think up. you can. I tried jumping no, down there. It yeah, doesn't it doesn't. Do it. it doesn't look like you can get down there. Even straight ahead. Interesting. Yeah, they like it looks like you should be able to, but there's an invisible wall there that doesn't let you do. That's it. So weird. But yeah, you, uh, across that catwalk in in the next door is where the cactuar pops out. So that's why I did this section twice the first time is I was like, nice. well, not missing that. So I reset and then ran up to it and I shot him or whatever. That's amazing. But then, yeah, we kind of just go, we go outside. There's a bunch of dudes on rooftops that we got to snipe. There's some guys. Yeah. Importantly, the, all the dudes on the rooftops don't see you yet. And so you can like take this opportunity to post up and just take them out. Yeah. Uh, there's also some guys that are down kind of far. I think they might have like the turret guns near them as well. Mm -hmm. You can kind of, I, I kept trying to double jump and like get a cool shot in and I yeah. tried that for way too long. And then I, I'm pretty sure I got like a perfect shot, but there was an invisible wall over like the cover that they were using. Oh, interesting. So I couldn't hit them anyway. And I was just like, oh, well. I was able to hit them like that from a closer vantage point. Like at one point we are like in a bombed out building. You can do it from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And while we're walking towards them, um, we'll see another jukebox shop, which now every single one of them I am treating like a Dark Souls chest <laughs> and just spamming melee and hoping for the best because I do not <laughs> trust anything in this game anymore. Yeah. Also, this this area, um, this is a very effective ambush by the enemies here. There's like, once we go down the 
the catwalk and we get into that first bombed out building there are like fucking 20 guys outside of it there's like snipers there's dudes on the ground there's turrets aiming at you like it's it's real kind of rough yeah so like so i went down to the first floor of the building and shot all the foot soldiers from the doorway then went back up to the second floor and kind of like jumped out of cover and every now and again i'd be able to like get a shot in on the turret guy yeah i just then, used like, my handgun and, and chained off of all of them and easily like killed each and every one of them <laughs> i think i also have more hp than you yeah i was the, the guys at the bottom i was able to chain and just kind of go through them quickly like that but uh the turret though it'll chew you up so yeah definitely you watch out for that guy this is where you want to start hoarding key cards more and more right you don't yeah. have to yet you don't need to keep any uh, yeah. yeah, that's coming up towards the end of this level, and they kind of hint at that a little bit where you'll see uh, a gate that has two key cards behind it, so obviously that's yeah. the one that you kind of want to incentivize uh, getting first. And, I think I had um, up to 10 when I got to this area. Holy shit. So I didn't even need to, I don't know how, I think I just was just like... Just didn't use them in the previous part? Yeah, I basically just stopped using them when I knew that there was some uh, good loot in this section. This area, it has enough key cards to open every door. You don't actually have to hoard any of them. There's a puzzle coming up. We'll get to it. Is there a way to lock yourself out of them, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because that this is the part that I wanted to redo, um, but then I went back way too far because I couldn't remember where it was. Just because I, like, there's... It seems like the things at the end of this hallway are definitely worth getting and i was like damn i don't want to just like this puzzle's right in front of me and i think it's kind of shitty game design because there's been nothing in this game but oh. going one step too far and getting locked into an area that you can't go back on with no well, warning so i like i started using them too early because i was sure there was going to be another cutscene and stuff well i will say that like when because we'll, i guess we'll go ahead and do this there's like a small area before this but since we're already talking about it let's just talk about this now um so once you're done with the turret area you'll see a um kind of like an uh what would you call it? like a little ravine or like a little uh little trench that's dug and across it you see like some uh some enemies and a guy in a turret right mm -hmm. and you can take them out across the way um before you actually like get into their firing range so you can safely take them out and then once you go down to where they were a prompt begins, like a mission begins that says, grab all the items. And then you see zero out of four. So yeah. I was kind of like, okay, well, it's telling me that like, I, I took that as I need to be careful with the card keys that appear here. Cause I see that there right. are Which I, I a did gate the same with some card well. key. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, there's like certain ones where they'll show more than one key card behind. And when I see four, I think, oh, okay, there's an item there and also a key card. But I think like not all of the items that you see correspond with like the four on there. Like I was picking up items in this area that weren't a part of the four like special items that are the mission ones. Oh, really? I don't yeah, think so there were. I, I thought there was, but it, 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 it only was... counts for this little ravine area. Hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. Or maybe anyway. I'm confusing something with like later in this chapter with the key cards. I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, basically there's a key card puzzle. You you'll find a key card on your way walking around, but there are so many gates, right? There's like several items behind gates. There's one gate that has two key cards behind it. And then there's an area with like six gates in a row, right? And you you can reason out like what I did. I just collected all the ones I could looked at all the gates and counted what I had and was like, OK, this makes sense. This doesn't make sense. I can get one here. I can't get one here. And I was able to get it. The hardest one 
so basically what you're doing is you're going around and looking for little anomalies um and trying to like suss out where other key cards could be so like if you get in the turret that the enemies were firing at you from before across the ravine you can shoot a box down from a ledge and then break that box open with a melee attack and it has a key card inside you can shoot into one of the pipes that's jutting out from the wall and a um mine falls out of it you blow up the mine and the mine has a key card in it mm. there's a mine on the ceiling of the access pipe that will have a key card in it um and then there's some like there's like one behind uh, a shop and there's one in a box by the shop and then there's one that i could not fucking find i was like i'm one short i know that if i get one more i'll have enough to get all the items here but i don't know where it is because I was afraid to move on because like as we're exiting this area, it looks very bossy. I was like, yeah, I don't want to go oh, too so that, far. That last one is really good. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a very, very tiny, like, what would you call it? Like a little divot in the ground where yeah, there's one like, before right you jump on the fully edge. down. There's like a little cliff that you can jump on to get it and then go back. And it's, it's tiny. Like the amount of like, space you have for error is so small because if you miss it you're just in the boss fight arena and you can't go back <laughs> yeah exactly and that's what i was afraid of just because this game has done that so many times to me and yeah, um yeah. It, it is nice i'm pretty sure vincent does give you little hints whenever you're near something that um is like worth shooting or to find a key card like he'll say something uncharacteristically of him yeah um, and then, uh, so it's like nice in that respect, but I forget, I didn't, I didn't get to the end of all of the uh, things. I don't know if that was because I locked myself out of it or if I just didn't find all of them. It could very yeah. well be that I was complaining about the game design when it was actually me just not finding mm. all of the key cards. You have to do it second is the thing you, the first one you have to do is the one that has two key cards behind it. Cause obviously right. spending one to get two is a net gain of one. And then if you find all of the other ones, you need to unlock the six or seven gates next because there's also two key cards behind it. Yeah. And then you use those last two key cards to get the other two items. Oh, okay. Uh, so I got like the bayonet rifle, which I, I yeah. guess is one. That's probably one that locked me out of getting the six gates because I didn't find the six well, gates until after. Well, that's the good after. thing, so. Yeah. I think my problem with it was that I was too afraid to go forward and miss this event because I only see four items and I'm like, okay, it's probably contained in a smaller area. Um, I didn't see the like the hallway of fucking gates until after I had used quite a few key cards. And I was just oh, like, okay. well, yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the end of that hallway is the, the lucky barrel, which gives you more experience for killing enemies. Okay. Well, I probably wouldn't use that. Anymore. But it, it has shit stats. <laughs> so like yeah. it had better give me more experience. Yeah. So, I mean, you can use that to get uh, a thousand experience points from Cactuar. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. I actually, you might not be able to, because can you go back maybe in like a new game plus situation? But I think if you go back oh, to yeah. replay the earlier parts of the chapter, you will not have the lucky barrel. So I. Wonder. Oh, yeah, true. Well, let's talk about an earlier part of this chapter. Right before we come down those stairs to like get into the little ravine, mm -hmm. there is the part that infuriated me to no end. Oh, yeah. Um, tell me about it. So. There are two ways to go once we have that little firefight in the blown out buildings. And if we go to the right, we'll go down some stairs into a little access hallway. We'll get into an ambush with a couple of soldiers, like actual soldier soldiers. Um, there's a shop in that room. And then it leads to an arena where, where as soon as I walked into the arena, it said 
kill 100 enemies and i just said fuck you game eat my ass this i don't think i i don't think i got that oh really yeah 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 you go in there and basically like you're in a room and just wave after wave of enemies come into the room and they're mostly like on the ceiling like they'll like shoot down at you from this open aired ceiling or come out of the walls there's like wallways where they kind of come out and shoot at you from or they just appear on the ground and come at you and like so you're fighting all these different fronts at once and it's actually very challenging there are 47 sergeants 16 soldiers 15 heavy s's 10 heavy b's and then 12 elites yeah damn i I was like this sucks ass i did about like 30 of them and i was like and, and i was getting my shit wrecked too i was getting my ass kicked so like i would be like completely out of healing items like 30 enemies into it right and be like yo fuck this this sucks and i would leave and then i realized that just doing those enemies though like 30 or 40 enemies gave me a lot of money because I was picking up the money that I was getting from them and I could replenish my healing items. So I would go in and do like 30, get all my healing items back, go and do 40 to get all my healings back. And then I ended up having enough to upgrade the Cerberus to the last uh, version. I upgraded the long barrel to the last version. I, uh, instead of materia, I equipped the one that uh, ups your defense. I think it's the Cerberus idol or something like that. And so I was like, okay, well now I'm stronger. I can probably do all hundred. So I went in, I did all hundred and you get a gold moogle at the end of that and you can sell the gold moogle for 50,000 gil and I was like oh shit and it's repeatable or you could keep that gold moogle because it's extremely cute that's true (laughs) but it it is repeatable so you can go in and do that over and over and that's how you get enough money to get the the ultimate weapon right oh nice I should so I went in I did a hundred of them. I did another hundred of them, and then I fucking died. And it, <laughs> and it took me back like two or three hours of work back oh. to that fucking cutscene. And I was like, you know what? The Cerberus is good enough for me. I don't need the fucking <laughs> Ultima weapon. Fuck this yeah. game. Yeah. So and like that's I think my big frustration just with this puzzle, like the the key card cu- puzzle thing, and that are things that I would enjoy doing, but I feel like the accessibility to getting to them, even upon a retry or something, yeah. it's just too high up to where it's like, yeah. it doesn't seem It's not convenient. It. Maybe I'll try and do that because I do want to just farm enough um, gill to actually get the Ultima weapon. God, so do I. I'm thinking about doing it again. <laughs> so I think I, I might do it, and, and maybe I'll have a different opinion next week. Uh, we'll see, but... Um, yeah. yeah. And, and it's also the kind of thing where it's like, I like to do things the first time you know before i know like the trick or whatever and like getting locked out of something like a key card puzzle is always so frustrating to me because then i'm just like well now i know the solution and i didn't get the prize because i didn't do the solution correctly so it's yeah. not gonna be as uh. fun to redo it later and finally get it right right, it's just, right. <laughs> that's literally just a carl brain thing like my brain no is- no i understand i understand i really so. do Bad game design. This game sucks. Dude, 100 (laughs) enemies? Oh my god. And it takes forever. Like, Here's the thing. I think because the the waves of the enemies are always the same, they always come from the same place, you could just learn it. Like, you could just be like, okay, this happens. study the speedrun strat. Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, you just be like, these guys come here, these guys pop out here, whatever. And I was learning some of them. And so you can get a little further and further. And actually, like, when I died, it was because I got careless. Because I was like, oh, I know where these guys come from. I know where these guys come from. And I got hit by a rocket and then, like, chained into some other attacks and i died and i was like oh my god it's like two and a half or three hours gone um but you can get good at it though so like you know it it may not be too bad for you i'm not 
especially good at this game. Same. So <laughs> most people could probably do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like the game and I've played video games and that's how I'm able to get through it. But I'm not actually like good at it. I feel like playing other video games doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be good at this game. Like you can definitely get good at this game, obviously. But yeah. it's not like, oh, I've played a shit ton of uh, Halo or Counter-Strike or Fortnite or whatever. Yeah. I'll be good at Dirge of Cerberus because it just plays so differently. It's so yeah, strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aside from that hundred uh, enemy bullshit... <laughs> We got, um, we can finally jump over where that little key card was and, uh, make our way to the next scene if you guys are ready. I'm I want to so talk ready. about these funky little upgrades, actually, for a second. Ooh, let's talk oh, sure. about it. I don't know if it shows it in, in the overworld, I guess, in game, but I don't know if you noticed, like, aesthetically what these different, like, mod slots on your weapons I, do. I was actually paying attention to it for the first time here because one of my guns had a giant cross on it and it looked cool as shit. Yeah, so the power booster... Looks like it just adds a fucking like giant like silver and red cross to the side of your gun. I actually it's look cool. Closely. It looks like it just adds a fourth barrel. <laughs> it, nice. It's very cool in like a very dumb kind of way, but like it so works like for game. me. Yeah, it works for me entirely. I you know what? Okay. Hey, I'm gonna very, very slight aside. I'm gonna talk about this more on our whatever our last episode is. I'll say this more, right? But you know what's good about this game, and like even though it's like edgy as shit, is that it's honest, damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it means it. Yeah, it's like so for years, uh, before actually watching Jersey Shore, I just hated Pauly D just from like <laughs> the way he looks and just like what I saw in previews or something like that. Yeah. But when yeah. I'm actually sitting down and watching it, I'm like, oh this. This dude is just like honest he's just genuine and yeah, like, he yeah. actually has a good heart so uh, me like judging him for no reason yeah like, i feel like yeah. dirge of cerberus is the poly d of the final fantasy <laughs> game, to where it's, like, it's easy to immediately be like fuck this shit this shit's terrible square enix when, when it, you when you re-release this game use carl's quote on the box please <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a, a earnestness is important I agree. In addition to the silly cross, um, the gravity floater adds a weird aerodynamic like three wings to your gun. So, <laughs> uh, so, so it can go faster. It's like the racing stripes that Homer adds to the, uh, the power plant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> These racing stripes look pretty sharp. <laughs> and, and then what I just noticed oh, is that wow. the auto reloader adds like a fucking like steam engine like wheel that's to the side so of it. Cool. Yeah, that's so sick. <laughs> it's so silly. I love having a gun that also looks like a John Deere tractor. It's the 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 American way. It, this this uh, episode is the one where we find the Gale Barrel, isn't it? Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe I probably didn't get it because of being locked out of it and saying. Fuck I did shit. get another barrel at some point, and I was like, I think it's in the shop. It's is, you, you, no you wait wait. Buy. There's one. Is the item behind the turret after the big assault? Is that one of the barrels? Perhaps. There's so basically we get like two new weapons and like three new barrels in this uh chapter which is wild because we've played t nine chapters with the exact same weapons yeah oh by the way that that bayonet you were saying you got earlier uh, out of the 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 puzzle or whatever mm -hmm. it's like the rifle but it adds to your melee attack so it oh, actually gives sick. you more melee attack nice very nice i actually think that like you can replace your uh two weapons with these that's what i did i got rid of my uh the ones i was upgrading and i just equipped these two hell yeah yeah and it seemed to work for me yeah i noticed how the gale 
barrel at some point. I'm not sure when we pick that up. Well, it's not like it's our job to know anything about what we're talking about. <laughs> I think if anyone has listened to this podcast in the past, they don't really <laughs> expect the uh, the hard hitting truths. <laughs> oh man, I ju- I did just find a uh, website called FinalFantasyKingdom.net that has some real kick-ass GeoCities looking graphics I'm on looking it. at it right now because I went there rules. too. <laughs> I was like, I, I just assumed that was the fandom and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, let's find out. But that's uh, that's super sick. <laughs> Shoutouts to the good folks over at uh, FinalFantasyKingdom.net. Your website looks cool as hell. Oh no, I got the fairy barrel was the other one I got. Oh, weird. There's a lot of barrels. Where the hell did the gale barrel come this from? This place is just lousy with barrels. It is. I think they're just missing it in this guide where you pick it up. It's in the list of, of things you can get, but it's just not on yeah. in the actual walkthrough. Yeah, if if the people at, at Brady Games or, or Prima didn't want to report on this either, then I don't see why we should fucking <laughs> Maybe we will next week. Do you guys want to talk about this uh, this boss fight? I do. I do want to talk about this boss fight. Boss fight. You know, oh, yeah, by the way, spoiler alert, this chapter ends with a boss fight. <laughs> I have a hella strategy for this boss fight. I think you're all going to enjoy. Hell yeah. So, yeah, we, we get to where that one key card was. We continue forward. We walk forward a little bit and we are in like a crumbled part of the city. I love this arena so much. Really cool. It has the guy from Dead Space as like... <laughs> as yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Dead Space helmet. The, the So like... We're standing like outside of the entrance to a facility, and I like that the facility is only like a story tall. Like it kind of like looks cool. Like we see the the Maka reactor, like Maka reactor zero, still in the distance, but significantly closer than it has been. Um, and then directly in front of us is like a short, like a, a like like I said, like one two story facility. And the front of it, yeah, it looks like the the mask of Isaac from Dead Space, but with like these like sixteen glowing lights on the front. It's very striking. It's it's very cool. Uh, it's actually twelve lights. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and and like once again, everything here is red. It's very like dusty. You know what I mean? It's very like post apocalyptic, but kind of cowboy ish. And like that cowboy apocalypse. Fuck well, yeah. the, the, like, I think it's I mean, maybe it's intentional. Maybe it's not intentional. But like we're getting ready to have a gunfight with yeah, another gun a user. Like it's yeah, it's a shootout and it's like dusty and it's like high noon looking outside. And I was like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> vampire cowboys, man. <laughs> Dude, vampire cowboys. But yeah, Nero uh, pops up behind us and he, of course says a pleasure to finally meet you, Vincent. You know how you were saying the other day, you're like, where did Rosso get her accent? It just made me think of it again because I was just like, where did Nero get his posh British accent? <laughs> Maybe he's like a second generation deep ground like descendant. So his, <laughs> his family like grew like migrated deep ground. <laughs> Maybe the uh, the genetic experiments changed their accents <laughs> from like normal Final Fantasy <laughs> world accents to like extreme stereotypical accents yeah that's what uh that's what hojo's experiment was like he was like (laughs) i can give people different accents to places they've never been (laughs) (laughs) make you seem worldly maybe yeah (laughs) make you seem worldly (laughs) yeah but vincent's just like nero (laughs) yeah uh, nero says uh at first i thought you nothing more than a nuisance however it seems i can no longer let you run about unchained i must protect my beloved brother Vincent's like your brother, which threw me off. I love his delivery of these lines. They seems like so kind of 
don't know. He has a, such a condescending tone to everything he says. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really good. The voice acting is fantastic. It also seems like kind of like he's kind of resigned to do this because he's like, yeah, instead yeah. of him being like all like like baddie voice, he's just like, however, it seems I can no longer let you run around unchained. It's <laughs> yeah. just like he's so like he sounds doing this like I sound any like anytime I have to do anything at work. <laughs> yeah, like, this is me working on a server later tonight because it's yeah, been crashing. Yeah. <laughs> he d- he does so seem like it's just all by the books in some way though. Yeah. yeah when I first heard him say uh, my beloved brother, I thought he was talking brother. about Vincent because he kind of looks like Vincent. Yeah, yeah. But they both have mullets, kind of. This one has a. Yeah, diaper. they both have the the cool black hairstyle, like the long hair. Um, one of them has the. I, just, I don't know why I never really commented on Vincent's headband. Uh, Vincent's headband fucking rules. But um, yeah, Vincent says your brother, yeah, and Nero they, says dear Vice, powerful Vice. The only person who ever loved me, and the only person I will ever love. However, like he's kind of internalizing something, like you know, some dark past. Yeah, yeah, he's musing. But that is all forgotten in a matter of moments. Everything will change. And then uh, Vincent asks a question that we're all we're all really yeah. wanting to know the answer to. He says, "Where's the? Where's what did the you shelk? do with Shelk? Give me the Shelk." <laughs> <laughs> and then Nero's like, "Shelk? Ah, yes. What did I do with her? I do recall running into the last one. I journeyed to the airship. <laughs> a feisty one she is. The girl is inside me, lost like a little puppy. It's like very <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's suddenly Woo-hoo. becoming very sus." Um. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent like points his gun. This is a giant up character. Yeah, yeah. I, I love when Vincent like he finally like he doesn't say anything. He just pulls his Vincent gun. Vincent has out. one solution to everything, and it always works, and that is yeah. point gun at it. And then this line in any other context, I feel like is really stupid. Like I hate it when they say it in like fucking Marvel yeah. movies and shit. However, with all the cowboy shit going on, I was like fully invested into it. I was ready. <laughs> theater kid coming out. Dude, Nero says, so you wish to dance? And I was like, yes. <laughs> it, it works for Nero. Yeah. Ah, so you wish to dance. So good. He's, he says dance. <laughs> um, so posh. And then we fight Nero yeah, with his a- really cool fucking breakbeat music. Oh, it's yeah, great. It's, the song's it's so good. Very intense. All right. Are you ready yeah, for he, my... He just inc- immediately pulls out two fucking guns and spins them around out of like energy beams around his hand. I thought he was getting ready to do like a Dragon Ball Z attack on me. General Kenobi. And then it just like... <laughs> The, the the spheres like dissipated and he's just holding two guns and I was like, oh, that's much scarier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is my patented remarkable strategy for fighting Nero and that is to just also press left or right the whole time <laughs> <laughs> because none of, none of his moves track. They, like None of them track left or right. So you can just not get hit the entire time if you just strafe the whole time. Damn, I am watching my playthrough. Yeah, he's not as fast or tricky as Rosso. He's just sh- no. shooty and Or creepy. Azul. Like, <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of cover that you can take. I was using the yeah. cover, but I was definitely just running closer to him and backing up, which yeah, is yeah. the opposite of your strat, which is why I'm <laughs> fucking... He does uh, you know the move double team. He does, yeah, he uh, triple team even. Yeah, sort of. It's not like in Pokemon where like one of them is like an after image, like uh, you know. No, they all three take. It. Yeah, yeah, they will all um, they will all take damage, and it it, it hurts the uh the boss bar on each of them. I think. Yeah, that's cool. So it actually, like, unless I misread that part of the fight, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, oh, okay, you gotta hit the one like classic video game thing, like you know the the false idol in a. Like, oh yeah, which one's actually shooting me? That's the real one, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, one which with one the started shadow. started spinning first. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but no, it's just there. It turns it into three versus one, and they all take damage. So. Pretty cool. Yeah, so, so the battle actually becomes significantly easier because <laughs> you just yeah. have so many targets to aim at. It is very funny. So like, yeah, and and like he does some things where he'll like, uh, he'll shoot at you. He'll use his wings to kind of spin around like a top and come at you. Um, but like I said, none of it tracks. So yeah, he turns into a fucking Beyblade. He does turn into a Beyblade. But yeah, I don't think there's really too much about this. I I I've been trying to do boss fights without having to. Uh, do limit breaker i don't remember if i did limit breaker in this one i think i did and then i was just like well i'm gonna just not I, i'm just using that as a heal because i'm out of heals yeah um, I, yeah i do that too but i didn't use that to like attack him and yeah it was it was pretty simple i think i just was like unloading on him with materia as much as i could i um at this point i've um oh there's also a shop in the fight that you can use if you need to in, oh, in yeah. this version of the game at least there's also at this point i uh because of the 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 one versus one hundred thing earlier, I just have I don't have any materia on my guns now, and I just figure like I'll just open the menu if I need it, and I've equipped the power up and defense up as well, so I can just like melt through people now or whatever. So like nice, I haven't been using the materia, but my normal damage does so much that I'm just like well. It's fine. This game is really enticing with all its systems because they're so interesting, like the the different builds that you can make. I love that yeah. it's in there. But at the same time, I don't think I'm ever going to play it to the degree that it would like warrant It that. wants you to, yeah. And yeah. that's not at that's not to say that it's the game's fault for that. It is the game's fault for existing yeah. in the same world where Elden Ring exists <laughs> for me now. Well, so like, I, it's kind of like our favorite one, FF8, right? You don't have to get that far into the systems if you yeah, don't you can just want. play it as is and have a yeah. weird build and just still experience it and have fun with it but exactly yeah like yeah. you don't have to become a master of it but if you do there's yeah. just that much more enjoyment it's like, you can it's get so, out of it. like i do kind of want to one day go through and like get better at this game though like it's it's enticing I, in i'm way. thinking about doing another playthrough of it yeah i don't know if i'm ever going to but it's it, like i it, it works that they put this much work in it they could have easily just made it a, a shitty on rail shooter without any kind of like interesting dynamics and, and it's not yeah. like perfect in that in that sense like some of the systems are just fucking weird and i don't care about but it's enough that I'm i think like, with like all the knowledge that square enix has now like with like snappy things like even yeah. the new stranger in paradise like wow this is like really fun and responsive to play like imagine if they like you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. This game yeah. now it would have been super fun like with rpg elements and stuff yeah, yeah like i think the ps2 version as a standalone even if it never gets ported or like you know uh, a, a remake version um I think it, it stands up perfectly well and does kind of make you want to go through and play it, even though it's kind of clunky. Um, but I would fucking love if they had all of the systems in like a bit of a snappier environment. Sure, sure. If they pour it just so people can kind of mod and fuck with it more. Yeah. Yeah. But after we defeat Nero, he's not truly defeated yet, right? Right. He's he still... does what we thought Rosa was going to do, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first, first he does try to nort vincent right yeah he's like all right fuck this i'm not gonna be able to shoot you so i guess i'm just gonna ignore you yeah um, i like how he's like um yeah i guess uh azul and rosa were no match for the mighty valentine yeah, yeah. my mighty valentine uh and then he's <laughs> like yeah fuck this i have other matters to attend to and tries to nort him yep and then we see inside the uh the, i love this scene too i love it so much like it's, i'm it's a sucker for cool a good too. cheesy time 
it, it's super cool too because as he's doing this and like engulfing Vincent in the in the like energy that he uses or whatever, Vincent's just standing there like super. Yeah, he didn't even care. He's just like, I don't give a fuck about this stupid shit. Yeah, and uh, we see Shelk. We go to a scene where we see Shelk and her. Um barrier right and it's it's all the way cracked through right it hasn't completely broken but it is moments away from shattering it's yeah. about to bust <laughs> and, it, and it's about to bust so this is the end so this is the end it's for my metal gear solid three heads out there um <laughs> But yeah, she notices somebody standing behind her. She looks around and it's Vincent and Vincent hands her her cell phone and says, I think you dropped this. And I was like, this is so fucking cheesy, but like, it's so good. God, it, it works. works on me. It like, works it, so it works. well. It does. It does. Um, I put my number in there. And then he says, yeah. <laughs> he says, unless you find something appealing about this place, I suggest we leave. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he gets her out of the fucking Nort. It's incredible. I love it. Mm hmm. Like, I think maybe my favorite thing about this game entirely this far has been the relationship between Valentine or for Vincent and uh, Shelk. I think yeah, that's my, yeah, my Shulk, favorite thing about this game. Shelk is a good character. I really, I really like her. I agree. Cause, like, I was thinking about it. I think like what makes this game so good is I almost feel like the main story is about like these two people who are both like weirdos, right? But like kind of becoming friends with each other in some way. They're both kind of experimented on people yeah, they, trying to find their themselves again. They've both like lost significant parts of their life to evil science and then are also standoffish, right? And not like yeah. ultra friendly. But they're like be un understanding each other and like helping each other to find their humanity. That's incredible. It's such a good story. And I think that's like the best part of this game. Yeah, it's like a classic misfits situation, you know? Yeah, it's, it's good. Really good. Uh, Nero just kind of is turning away from the energy that he just engulfed Vincent in. He's like, yeah. I'll, I'll let this do its thing. It takes a few it takes a few hours for it to kind of like, you know, <laughs> it's like a slow cooker. <laughs> I, I like how he had the same strat the, the as me. Crock pot. He's, he's like, okay, I have a just win button if I need it, which is my limit breaker. I can just do that if I like <laughs> right. have to resort to it so I don't have to replay the whole chapter. So he's just walking away and he's like pretty pleased with himself. And then Vincent pops out and, and so does Shelk. I think Shelk kind of stumbles when she comes out. Which is she does. She's tired. Yeah, her legs probably fell asleep in there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. all cramped up like that. Um, yeah, Nero turns around and kind of sees them, and is like, doesn't look, does not look that uh that fascinating. Happy about it. Yeah, he's like, huh? I see. Soul <laughs> rot of terror corrupt. My darkness would have no control over you, would it? So like, he knows something that none of us do, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's he knows I'm why. Was... Like, I think that implies because of chaos. Is it is the darkness like ex is like exploiting people with who have like kind of weak will is what i'm wondering I, because I, he's become so to term it's like it's kind of like hulk logic kind of thing where he's like learned to kind of tame the inner beast inside him or whatever that oh maybe the darkness he's, he's become stronger than the darkness could well i was gonna say yeah. the fact that he references the soul rot of terror corrupts which i always heard it references directly chaos makes me think that he's like oh that's right you have chaos so yeah that's it's like oh, shit work. that doesn't work yeah, on you right. But yeah, so he says, so I must try a different dance. How about, and he begins to like do an evil spirit bomb or whatever. Like he's like <laughs> generating a giant cloud of darkness. But more darkness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a demon bomb, not a spirit bomb. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then, <laughs> oh man. And then um, a giant shuriken appears at his feet. And we Fuck hear yes. some 
some screaming and then Yuffie shows up and I can't stand her. <laughs> oh, I, I love it, dude. I fucking love it. She's there in a cute uh, Moogle poncho. Even in a world where fear and despair reign over the heavens, you must never forget where there is shadow, there is always light. That's right. Bask in my rays, evildoers. Feel the radiance of Wutai Super Ninja Yuffie Kisaragi. Back and ready for action. And then there's just a full like 10 seconds of no one says anything. No one's even <laughs> looking at her. No one's looking at her. Yeah, like, and eventually Nero breaks the silence and just goes, my brother calls and he just walks away. I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> don't like your work situation? Hit to bricks. <laughs> I, I love it so much. I love Good. I love it for the same reason I hate the great Cyberman from <laughs> uh, from Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, he's, I mean, one, Go, uh, Gohan is just cringe no matter what yeah so but he has um, sunglasses yeah um but like yuffie is like so good and she's trying so hard to be like cool but her vision of what is cool yeah, and sounds yeah. cool is just so off the mark like yeah i was about to say it's so great good. that she made it down here herself but you did kill everything in between here and the, the, the surface <laughs> true just following the trail of like bodies yeah, but Vincent goes and uh, checks in on uh, Shelk and says, uh, you know, are you all right? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I was dreaming. Um, yeah, importantly, no one has said anything to you yet. Yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> but she says, hey, over here, guys. And then she slips and falls in the poodoo and gets her head stuck behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was basically on top of like a big like, I don't know, air chat, like some weird water tower tank thing. Yeah. Curtis, how can you hate this? This is shot for shot the same thing as the introduction of Selfie. It is not the shot for shot. <laughs> I love that she like tumbles on her ass, but then like slides a full 20 feet on her face. Yeah, Here's, yeah. Here, okay, I'm going to get on my fucking, I'm going to get on my podium is now. Yuffie actually is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'm going to get on my podium. This is why selfie good and Yuffie only in this game bad. The great thing about selfie is that she no sells all of it. There's no like attention <laughs> called to it. Like she's not like, whoa, I'm slipping and falling over here, guys. She's just, just wait like, until the I have to do remake, something. Buddy. And then she just eats shit, stands <laughs> up, and immediately is like, I still have to do something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, like true. completely no sells it. That's why selfie good. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I do wish we got to see like Yuffie kick some more ass. We do see her like ride a um a cool hoverboard earlier, but we don't actually see her take down much baddies, mm-hmm. yeah. right? She's she's super fun to play as in the uh, in the DLC for seven remake or whatever. I like her a lot in the beginning of the next chapter that we'll talk about next week. Actually, I'm wondering if that's why they did this, because um, in integrate, you fight Nero as Yuffie. Oh, cool. Spoiler for that. Yeah. And she's also wearing the Moogle um, thing. So it's that's true. He does um, not yeah. have the English accent in the remake, so he must have learned it in the three-year gap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when Hojo really gets his uh, his yeah, his stuff his. starts working. How'd you guys do? How was your chapter ranking and all that? Oh yeah, I got a uh, a chapter ranking of A. I destroyed a shit ton of targets. Probably not as much as Curtis because I didn't do the hundred man <laughs> massacre. Well, uh, on the time that I actually beat it, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, because um, I died and I was like, "Yep, not doing that again." <laughs> uh, I destroyed 206 targets accuracy Ooh. was dog shit 31 percent, but i still got a b which is awesome bees get degrees yeah the turret fights are just really tankier accuracy mm. yeah um, unless you're like a really conservative about like pulling down the trigger i would i guess you could just get off the turret couldn't you yeah probably and just go fight normally if you wanted yeah, what's the fun in that <laughs> <laughs> um free ammo though yeah 
true. Uh, damage sustained, I had 31,987, which seems like a lot, and the D ranking probably means that it is a lot. Embarrassingly, I did not take a picture of my oh, uh, outro screen fool. this time, That's but a, I do remember I, getting a B total. I, I'm not sure if anyone actually gives a shit about this other than us, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my kill chain uh, was 138, which was only an A, which makes a mm. lot of sense because there's a lot of enemies that you can chain in this, uh, gotcha. in this level. I only got 77% of the uh, Mako, though. Mm. And it took me an hour and 15 fucking minutes to beat this. <laughs> oh, I, I I think my time was, like, in the multiple hours. So <laughs> I went yeah. real, real slow. Because I was, like, taking pretty good notes this time and stuff. So I would, like, play and stop, play and stop, play and stop. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I killed seven of the pursuers out of the ten and swiftly neutralized the enemy onslaught. The weird timing thing, time to defeat squad, three out of four. So I guess if I had yeah. one less minute on it, I would have a four out of four. I don't know how that oh, system works. Who knows? But yeah, G that's, did you uh, get your stats, Alex? One forty-four targets. I was kind of just rushing through this this afternoon. Uh, accuracy twenty-eight percent. Uh, I got hundred kill chains though. That was kind of cool. Items used sixteen. Magic cast at thirteen. Mako collected eighty-eight uh, percent. Time expired forty-nine minutes. Uh, I defeated nine of the ten pursuers. But I think yes, because I did not blow up one of the carts. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> um, I did get four out of four with the swiftly neutralized the enemy onslaught. So I'm not sure how long that took. It you turned that onslaught into an offslot. Ocelot. Ocelot. No? All right. I thought it was pretty good. Good job. Thank you. I think Alex and I just both hurt uh, Ocelot. Oh, okay. Oh. Ocelot. <sighs> but yeah, that's uh, that's it for the chapter. That is. I think it's, I've heard that that's the longest chapter. There's no, only two so. left. It wasn't that long in the in the grand scheme of things. It wasn't like, long, long for this game for sure, and fun. So you know, it's not the there's a lot yeah. to this section. It's very packed. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun though. It's all real good. Like I don't I don't know. I I really enjoyed this chapter. I think it's been my favorite thus far. Yeah, we've got to see pretty much every enemy we fought up to this point. Yeah, and also kind of they kind of remixed it a bit and just kind of doing some real funky subversions of things they've taught you. Yeah. yeah. One of the reasons I kind of want to go back and maybe try playing this game again after we're done is to like see the different areas and see like the game ratchet up without a week in between every chapter. You know what I mean? To That's feel what like I was what it feels like. Too. Yeah. yeah. And just to kind of see how the early game compares now that we actually know how to do everything. But who knows if I'll have time since I'll have to be playing through. Alex, you can blank that out. It'll be funny because people will go, what? <laughs> in preparation for our next season probably if that's the one we do <laughs> oh boy i can't wait just for, for the titular character <laughs> they'll they'll never let us say that one again <laughs> um yeah is that it for this episode that's it <laughs> yeah i think I'd so say, we'll, yeah. we'll cover the cutscene next week after this yeah that's a whole nother can of worms yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're coming down the home stretch, y'all. We are. Yeah. There's only two chapters two, left. Two chapters left. Then we got to do like the reports, I guess, and stuff. But yeah, we can do. Yeah, um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I figure we may have a thirteen like for this, uh, or like a chapter thirteen, you know, for um, like a uh, if we want to talk about the extra missions and like our closing thoughts and stuff. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, we'll actually see how long these last two episodes or these last two chapters take because there's a lot to unpack. I think. I bet. Yeah, I bet. I feel like it's gonna be a big in Final Fantasy One style, just huge lore dump at the very end. Pretty much, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say because they just introduced a new character this episode. I was like, I bet there are plot twists right up to the final fight. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's a lot to unpack. I'm also very excited to talk. Not about. Not even mention the secret ending. Oh yeah, that's true. We have to talk about like what that implies and entails. Alex, would you like to shoot 100 of us concurrently? Would you like to jump out of a vending machine and fucking kick us in the dick? <laughs> would you like to jump out of a mine that's inside of a barrel that's inside of a box? Um, yeah, I'd love to. Fucking me too. <laughs> Potoin. <laughs> yeah, you should have just said Alex. Potion. <laughs> uh, thank you to Masashiyama Uzu. Once again, really cool music this season. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Rate us on Spotify. Leave us a message or text us at 530Materia. You can find us at EveryFNFF on Twitter, Instagram, and join our Discord. Why not? Why not? All these people who've laughed at my podcast, I have to prove them wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. See you.